Do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'd rather taste something other than fucking cement. <laughs> for like... I mean, yeah. <laughs> Before anyone says, "What about the MCU?" Yeah, that too. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hello, everybody. Welcome. If you can't tell, we're going to be talking about DC today. Um, we are. Uh, welcome to a new episode of Boulder Punch. I'm Alec. And I'm Brian. And uh, we, uh, Brian, this is Brian's idea. So Brian, explain, explain what we're going to be doing. All right. So as, as we all remember at the like very end of last year, James Gunn and Peter Safran were announced as like the new heads of DC studios, meaning mm-hmm. they're going to be in charge of the DC movies going forward and build up a whole new cinematic universe because the old one was a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> like regardless of quality, and whether you like them or not, there was no continuity. Nope, none. Like whatsoever. Let me a- let me ask you, which Justice League was canon? That's Mortal. a trick. The answer was none. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're in charge now, and they said that this month, at some point, we don't we don't know when. And even then, it may not even actually be this month. It may end up being later. Who knows? They said that they were going to announce at least some of their, like, plans for what's going to happen with these movies going forward. Like, basically, their their first slate, more or less. Yeah. And uh, we're here to basically give our own pitches of what those could be or, like, what we'd want them to be. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted because apparently Phineas and Fur is renewed for two more seasons despite ending. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> How long is that summer? <laughs> Are they okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, the Disney Channel's hurting, man. They don't got shit something. anymore. Each episode will be t- each season will be twenty episodes. Jesus Christ. Okay, so yeah, it's just back... Man, Miles Murphy's Law fucking flopped hard. (laughs) They they were like, look, here's Doofenshmirtz, please watch it. And I I did. I watched his scenes on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) They were funny. Oh, boy. (laughs) The rest of that show was not. It's a shame, because Weird Al being like this, the character where everything bad that could possibly happen happens so it should be funny but it's not oh yes milo murphy's law from interstellar yes murph (laughs) (laughs) we got to do commentary track of that movie one day yeah it that was a good movie i like that movie a lot yeah i i don't think i've ever seen it in full i've mainly just seen like bits and pieces on youtube and shit you've seen the meme of uh of uh, of him and in the in the time dimension going no 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 yes. to, his, to his past self yeah yes <laughs> that's, that's my favorite <laughs> that's me that's me uh looking at my past self starting to watch anime in september 2013 um, i was gonna say you watching future diary <laughs> yeah oh boy <laughs> make no mistake brian no you will not escape no. from this i will no 
I, I will end the show before we record this. Look, at the very <laughs> You'll least, never hear from me again. At the very least, I will make you either read or watch a summary of all the events. Fine. It's your. We need content, man. This is this is what the people want. They want future diary. No, they don't. <laughs> the ones that uh, do need to be on a list. Oh boy, it, man. I like uh, for 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 context, everyone. Like early last year, me and and uh, our and me and our friends Noah and Trey, we all watched the future diary because me and Noah bonded over the fact that you know we both watched future diary as teenagers and we mm-hmm. were like oh let, let's rewatch together it'll be fun like it it's probably not that as great as we remember but it'll be fun and i watch it and i'm like whoever made this should be on a fucking watch list these are children <laughs> um, yeah i i was busy that day so i didn't have to suffer with you guys oh man wish you did <laughs> yeah uh, I, I, I just remember me and Trey explaining the entire plot to you, and you just shut down. I was broken. Yeah, I I felt like I I aged like fifty years and gained nothing. It's such a fucking batshit insane. I I, I understood less after the explanation, <laughs> and not about future diary, just about life. Just about life in general, yeah. It deleted space in my brain to make room for all this bullshit lore that hurts. Future Diary is just like a just like a a real life zip bomb for for your for your <laughs> brain's hard drive. Just like God, you, you, once you experience it, you're you just go blank. You That's just... it. You're done. Oh boy, but yeah. Um but yeah, Inter- Interstellar is a good movie. We should do that one day. But um, before we do get started with the DC, that we have some news to talk about, some yep. recent events. Um, by the time this episode comes out, the last, the first episode of The Last of Us will already be out. And to to the to the shock of no one, the show is good. I mean, who? who <laughs> um, well, like here's the thing. To be fair, people were always skeptical. There are a lot of people who are because it's video game adaptation. Live right. action video game adaptation, right? So, but P- people have earned the right to have reservations over these. Yeah, and to be honest, you know, if the show comes out, there's a chance people might still not like it because, fucking hell, if there's anything we've been good at in the past like six years, it's audiences and critics being completely fucking split on everything. Um, well, but, Brian Johnson destroyed everything. It's. <laughs> It's actually insane that that like the last Jedi has destroyed pop culture discussion, not on purpose and not, not even pop culture, American uh, Western culture in general. Like, am I wrong? Fucking World War Three is going to happen and the world will end and aliens will descend and figure out that the cause was this one fucking space movie. And it's not the movie's fault, it's the fault no. of the people. It's, people are stupid and assholes to each like other. The, like, the movie's not perfect, I'm not, def- I'm not like, defending it or anything. Yeah. I like it, I think right. it's a good movie, um, right. but it, it's like, it, it just fucking destroys pop culture. We like, can never talk about anything again. <laughs> and, that, and The Last of Us was like the, the sequel to that. Yeah, <laughs> we're... Two. 
It's like Craig Mason every other day keeps going on the fucking microphone talking about how, how much he fucking hates video games. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're what just I imagine, saying nonsense. What I imagine is his mind is okay. Craig, talk about how much you like video games. Okay, pixels are not as important as real people. Craig, what are you saying, Craig? It's technically true, but not in this context. <laughs> like, Craig, on on the TV screen that people are going to be watching these at home. Either way, it's just pixels on a screen to them. No, we're executing Pedro Pascal in season two. All right, tell Lucasfilm you're doing that. I'm sure they'll be thrilled. <laughs> uh, they, 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 what? They don't. Yo, they, in fairness, they'll just. In fairness, they'll just get an AI to replicate yeah, Pedro's that's voice. What I was gonna say. I was, I was like, I was like, oh, they're not gonna let that happen. Then was wait, no, they totally wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> they're already doing oh, with James Earl Jones, and he's still alive. Yeah. Like Sam. Oh, no, in fairness, he did sign off on that, and was like, yeah, yeah. I'm old. I'm done. Sam Witwer apparently said that, like, the technology isn't AI, it's just, like, it's like a voice changer, basically, is right. what he said it was. Like, Which, that that makes sense. It's just, it still just feels way too synthetic. Yeah, like, f- for Vader, it was fine. Because I, he's I, already a robot man. Yeah, and also, I, I do buy that James Earl Jones actually said some of those lines himself. Oh, 100%. Like, especially the ones that, like, there's, like, real emotion behind them, you know? But, uh, Man, but I, Luke, I still think, no. No, Luke was, you mean Luke? Yeah. I really, part of me still is holding out hope somehow that that is a twist, that that Luke isn't Luke, it's Luke. <laughs> I wish. I fucking wish. That that's why he looks so off and sounds wrong because he's a fucked up clone. I think that would be great. John Favreau had an ounce of fucking dignity. He would do that. Come on, John. I know you read these fucking books. I know you know how stupid they are. The first thing you said at the first panel for this is get some legends. Yeah. This is your time, man. This, this, this is, is the moment. Fuck Thrawn. Get me, th- get me his boy, Luke. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah. Um, The Last of Us had its premiere on Monday or Sunday, what whatever. Earlier this week, it had its review. It had its premiere, and uh, yep. it's getting really good reviews, mo- like mostly across the board. Like, yeah. like Metacritic eighty three. Rotten Tomatoes at 97. And I know they're kind of goofier with TV shows. Um, but for reference, you know, Halo got a 70%, which I mean, no, wow. but also it's at least a bit of a Richter scale to show that there's a difference. I, and again, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't actually matter in the long run, but mm-hmm. fuck it. I don't care. I'm just trying to illustrate that people like the show. Like, because it, a lot of the reviews weren't for just the first episode. Like a lot of people got the entire season to watch, um, which is good. More shows should do that instead of just three episodes. Like, because right. surprisingly, a show can fall off after the few after the first few episodes. Who would have thought? Um, but yeah, no. The consensus of the show is 
know, pretty good. And, yeah. uh, you know, it still looks good. And yeah. it's from where we're talking, it's coming out in two days. And uh, we're going to do a commentary track for the first episode because it's yep. the length of a movie. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm going to come home from work at nine o'clock at night and just force myself to stay awake and watch it, which that won't be hard because my brain won't let me sleep till four in the morning anyway. I'm going to be watching it with my family first and then immediately I'm going up to watch it with Brian. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, I'm one of the things I'm excited for the most is the fucking opening credit sequence because mm-hmm. they actually have an opening credit sequence. We haven't seen it yet, but it that's, it will be real. It's people said it's uh it's made by the people who did uh who did Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. who did Westworld, and very importantly, who did Daredevil. I'm convinced they're bringing the theme back because I mean it wasn't She Hulk. Yeah, it was in She Hulk. They have to. Like they used different music for most of it, but like they did have the theme. Yeah, it was when, in it when you said like, "Dude, I'm Daredevil." You know, like it was there. They know it. Like, they know people know that is Daredevil's theme. Yeah, like I, a lot of people are, you know, worried about Born Again and shit. But like, I'm, I, so far, Feige seems like he understands how important that show is, that show was to people. He knows people loved it. You know, like even. Like, like he's people didn't care half as much about the the other Netflix shows as Daredevil. Daredevil was a fucking massive hit. Yeah, like he knows that people identified with this version of him and that they really love the show. So I don't think he's looking to step on any toes or try to be like, no. uh, "This is a different version." Because if it were. He wouldn't have the same suit design and the he same. He wouldn't have theme. the same costume, the same theme, the same villain, all this shit. Like it yeah. would not be. It would. They would have just recast and moved on. Yeah. Now there's still time for them to fuck it up if they. Oh, hundred percent. They're not getting Deborah Ann Wall and Eldon Henson back. Um, yeah, if that happens, then the show is dead. Like I'll watch it, but I'm not going to be like hopeful for it. If the new Foggy's gonna walk on screen, I'm gonna pull out a gun. <laughs> Where's my Foggy bear? Where'd he go? Give him back to me. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm confident. I'm fairly confident they'll be back because, like, yeah. some sources have said they've signed on already. Mm-hmm. It's just they're a matter of when they're gonna do a press release about it. Because I mean, yeah. they're gonna start filming very soon. Yeah. The yeah, the filming hasn't officially started yet, so like, there's there's plenty of time for them to like show up. Yeah, it's gonna take place all this year. Like, yeah, it's eighteen episodes. Right. Like, it's a gonna be a long filming. Su- Didn't they say it's gonna be like one of the longest filming cycles Marvel's ever done? Oh yeah, it's like gonna be an entire, nearly an entire calendar long. Like, yeah. all in New York. Yeah, which. Damn. Because, I mean, that's what they did in the show. Yeah. They, I'm shocked they're not going to film in Georgia again. <laughs> Fucking hell. God damn it. 
<laughs> this is my chance. <laughs> For my character to return. God damn it. The reveal is that you were Richard Fisk all along. <laughs> what if? What if? <laughs> Come on, Feige, do it. Bring me back as Richard Fisk, baby. God. Hey. I, I we joke, but it is weird that I technically exist in the MCU. You really do. Like it's great. I I like to think that we we still do a podcast over there just about <laughs> Spider Man, but it's like his real life work. It's like, <laughs> hey, bro, do you remember who? The, it's like, I don't know why, but some of our episodes, like, where some name is omitted, like all of it. What the fuck happened? <laughs> fucking you're. You're on Spider-Man's side. I'm a Mysterio truther. <laughs> I subscribe uh, to Jay Jonah. Oh, boy. I still don't know if I can actually talk about any stories on that set. Because when I say stories, it's nothing bad. No, like it's, 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 all... it's just like NDAs are fucking ironclad. Yeah. <laughs> like scary. Because, like, I don't know if any... Because, like... I don't know. I would love to, but I don't want to risk it. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's fair. But uh, but uh, yeah. So Last of Us coming soon. Um, two days. I've waited three. It's been almost three years since they announced the show. Oh God, it has, hasn't it? Because like originally it was going to be a Sam Raimi movie, which like I would have liked to have seen it, but from the sounds of it, he probably would have dropped out anyway because it sounded like production hell. Yeah, the studio kept trying to make it bigger and quote unquote sexier. I don't want to know what that means. Me neither. I really don't. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad at the end of the day that didn't happen. Um, like, and you know, they said they they looked at they you know talked to actresses like Caitlin Dever and Maisie Williams for Ellie, but. By the time the show started, uh, like pre-production, that they were already like twenty-five. So right, <laughs> it was too late. Like it, yeah. I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm mm-hmm. I can't wait for it, and I hope I hope those opening credits are good because. <laughs> Someone said they're like very similar to the games, which I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not expecting anything. Ra- I'm not expecting a Smallville kind of opening where it's like you get a you get a PNG of all the characters next to some footage from them in the show. Though I think that would actually be kind of fun. Uh, that would be pretty funny. I won't lie. I miss those. I miss those intros. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm. Well, hey, maybe they could do it because the you know beginning takes place in two thousand and three. They could. Uh... <laughs> it's an homage to how we used to do TV. Yeah, I I want Joel's like character card like image to just be him juggling his guns. <laughs> I want his character card image to be him with his head fucking bludgeoned by the by the. <laughs> A golf club like slowly floats in the frame and he just looks horrified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, boy, just, but... it's just a floating golf club. No one's holding it. Yeah. Oh boy. I'd love you it. See if... the string. 
I hope in the show they they make some reference to a fucking golf club. I think that'd be hilarious. I hate golf. (laughs) I knew it'd be the death of me. (laughs) Oh, God. Speaking of the 2003 thing, though, before we move on, it is cool to see see how they're really embracing that. Like, it's not just window dressing. Um, Like, uh, well, I mean, mostly is, but like, you know, at the fucking, because they're, they're having this exhibit at um in New York for like a screening that they're doing today, and uh, they have like posters from movies from two thousand three all around there and stuff like like Matrix Revolutions and shit like that, which I think is cool. Um, but also, you know, they've released some clips recently, and the most recent one was uh, the opening where uh, you know they're all in the car and they're talking about uh, the um, the uh, the cordyceps virus starting and um first of all gabriel luna sounds fucking spot on as tommy like he sounds just like just like him like that's insane like and he's he's the biggest fan out of all of them because like when he got cast he's like i've played both games like several times over i'm so excited for this oh that's cool yeah so he's really committed um but uh there was a line Sarah said about uh, how, like, she's like, "Is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, terrorists? Is it terrorists doing this?" And like, Joel's just like, "I, I, we, we don't know." And I do oh, like right nine eleven. Yeah, I do. I do like that tidbit because two thousand three was like the big fear mongering year because that's when you was just like, yeah. "All right, let's invade this country where Osama isn't in, <laughs> where he is very clearly not hiding." But, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Mission accomplished. <sighs> God, we, but we got him. <laughs> oh, we didn't. We didn't get. Oh shit. Uh, ten years later. Let me be clear. Uh, no wait, no, no, no. John Cena. We have caught and compromised to a permanent <laughs> end. <laughs> yes. God, what a fucking <laughs> moment in history. <laughs> Like, like, God, what wasn't that the first time it was public? I, it might have been. It might have. I, I don't I, know for certain, but I'm looking this up. Like, it was one of the first, anyway. It was right after he won the WWE Championship from the Miz. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, my point is like, it is. It is nice to see little tidbits here and there showing the time period, because like, yeah, like like in War of the Worlds, um, the the Steven Spielberg one from two thousand five, that was like a thing that the kids in the movie were asking, because that was a time for a lot of fear mongering and shit, like where right. the news every day was like the terrorists are coming here to eat your babies and shit like that, and. But uh, but yeah, and also there were two other clips with uh with, and um, all it took was one clip, and everyone who was fucking like saying awful shit about Bella Ramsey was like, oh wait, no, she's actually cool. It's like, yeah, you fucking dumbasses. Maybe wait <laughs> until you see how someone performs right. instead of being an asshole. Who would, uh, but, but like. We are getting to see uh, 
bits of Allie before she met Joel, like in after uh, Riley died, which was something I was very interested in seeing. So I'm glad they're doing that. And also showing how the Fireflies are fucking assholes. Like, yeah, they sucked. <laughs> like, like from the get go, like Marlene is being an asshole kind of and not giving Ellie a choice. Like, good. Like, yeah, we're establishing, we're reinforcing that. And I'm like, yeah, that that's the point. And I'm glad to see them reinforcing that. Cause like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're making it a lot clearer to people. The fireflies are fucking stupid assholes. Like, like they have Ellie chained up and Marlene, like <laughs> you, you serve a greater purpose than any of us could have ever imagined. So yeah, we're leaving tonight and we're taking you with us. Sorry, not your choice. <laughs> Take a salt tablet. Take a salt tablet. <laughs> do it. Fucking do it. I, I never get tired of that joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good one. I love it. Um, I, I stole it wholesale from King of the Hill, and I'll never, I'll never give it back. <laughs> oh boy, but but yeah, no, it it looks looks very good. I love the one where it's like count slowly and clearly from one to ten, and then like she you know does it, and then it's like seven, eight, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, so such an like Ellie that, line. I love it. Yeah, that that's Ellie. But uh, yeah, I I can't wait for it. I'm I I don't know what exactly the first episode will be beyond the opening sequence, but I'm excited to see. Um. So uh, next, new Quantum Mania trailer. Um. Scott's fucking dead. He's so dead. Oh my god. He got fucking curb stomped. <laughs> that fucking stomp, dude. Like, it's so good. He's literally squishing him like an ant. Yeah. Ant? I love it. Boot. Literally. Like oh. God. Can't, for, Jonathan Majors is Kang. killing just, it. Like, the He's having so big. much fun. He is. Like, you can tell he is like, I am committed to this fucking... I'm, I'm gonna devour this scenery and it's gonna be fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the, the mask looked a bit goofy in that one. It just looked like he had regular... Like, with... And then... Like, a lot of people are, you know, harping about the... Here, here's my take on the nanotech mask thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I really don't like are practical masks or helmets cooler at the end of the day. Sure. Yes. Do. Yeah. Do I really care that much if they're nanotech? No. Like, and for some characters like Kang, it makes sense. Yeah. Like people, people harp on the, on like Iron Man nanotech and infinity war game. It's like, the point is that this is the peak. Like there's no, there's no further peak and go with it. Yeah. No, like, like they're like, oh, but the practical stuff is so much cooler. It's like, sure, I agree, yeah, but, but, but in terms of like practicality and versatility, and they they can't make that suit real. Yeah, like, like it's just not possible. Like the point is that you know, bleeding edge armor. Uh, I've I've gone over that so many times. It, all it's in all, literally, I just, it's a T one thousand you can wear. Yeah, all in all, I I really don't care about. Like whether or not a mask, 
Like, I, would I prefer practical ones? Yes. But yeah. if they're going to do nanotech, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking bitch and moan about it because I, no. I really don't care. Like, I, I made my peace with it. It's like, it's whatever. Actors don't like wearing masks. Okay, fine. Yeah. Tom Holland will wear one. Yeah. That man's committed. But, uh, <laughs> except when he's not. <laughs> well, okay, when sure. he says he's not anyway. <laughs> uh, God. But, uh, <clears throat> oh, God. Sorry. <clears throat> you good. But, uh, yeah, no, Kang looks great. Um, that fucking suit is perfection. It's perfect. Like, people, it, I'm sure some people will be like, oh, it's over design. Shut up. Care. Yeah, it's fucking Kang and Modok are like there to balance out how awful the Ant Man suits are. Yeah, <laughs> like people are people are like you know harping on like how like like in terms of objectivity or whatever, like bad effect or whatever. I'm like, I don't care because he's supposed to look stupid. Yeah, like, M- Modok is always supposed to look like this weird, uncanny, stupid idiot. Like, yeah, like, like, would I prefer if he looked a little grosser to like help add up to the body hoarder? Yeah, sure, but like, Mister Electric with tiny arms and legs is funny. Yeah, like, that's like, all I wanted. The Avengers game did a more realistic, quote unquote, take on it, where it's just like he still has his body, kind of, but yeah, his head which grows really I big. Yeah, and I, I didn't care for that design. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like it's funny that like you know, a lot of people talk about like, you know over designing or making things realistic. Like, and that's like, the most oh. like over design thing I've seen in a while. Yeah, like I thought I thought it was a neat take. On it him. was like it's fine. The- I like I like him character wise in the game. I think he, I yeah. think he's good. I like him. Yeah, he's he's cool. It's it's just I don't I don't see the point in gassing up this like this dude. Like forklift armor. Yeah, Kamala, you can gas up because no, Kamala, come on. I'm sorry, everyone. Get out. I'm sorry. Come, I. You can gas up Kamala's design. Yes, because that, like, I like her suit in the in the show. I think it's fine, but the 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 one in the game is 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 the actual. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm never gonna recover from that. Um, anyway, um, Modok looks goofy as fuck, and I guess it it's, is confirmed that it's Corey Stoll from yeah, which, which I feel like everyone kind of guessed that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I liked him in in that movie. I thought I thought he was I thought he was a fun I, villain. He was. He was. Like, was he, like, pretty one-note? Yeah, but sometimes it's all you need. Like, yeah. I, I like the dichotomy of, you know, he was he was Hank's pupil, but he was representing, like, all the negative aspects of him, which is why he becomes Yellow Jacket. Yeah. And, and, and Scott is, like, all the positive aspects, and that's why mm-hmm. he's, he's a cool guy. And it's like, yeah. yeah. I still wish that they just were like, let's just do Hank and say that he's not a dumb- Let's just do him and say he's not a domestic abuser. No. Nah. Um, but honestly, I'm fine with them just skipping straight to Scott. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not too torn up about it. 
really at all. Yeah. I'm just saying I would have liked to have seen, you know, Hank and Janet instead of Scott and Hope at the start yeah. anyway. But Yeah, I gotcha. But <clears throat> at the same time, no. Paul Rudd. <laughs> exactly. I love how Janet does not Janet, uh Hope has no lines in any of the marketing. <laughs> She's in this movie for like five minutes, I guarantee you. Oh, they they, they saw all that shit she was probably I guarantee you she was supposed to have a way bigger role and now it's like, uh, never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. I'm guessing it's like two plots, like Scott and Scott and Cassie are with Kang. Yeah. Most of it. And then, you know, Hank, Hope and Janet are like trying to find out with Bill Murray. Yeah. No, another super villain. Um, yeah. But in the real world, um, yeah. that is uncomfortable to talk about. So I'm going to move on. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, Scott's line at the end of the trailer is the raw shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like he's like, Kang's like, you really thought you could win. And then but, Scott's like, I don't have to win. We both just have to lose. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Like, I legitimately think this movie will end with Scott is fucking dead or thought to be dead to, like, delay Kang and, like, maybe even, like, kill this Kang and then another one just walks in Mm -hmm. because it's like, who cares? We have so many Kangs. Like, it seems like they're doing shit with, like, creating variants on the fly. Like, Mm -hmm. like, because we have that scene of Scott, like, multiplying... And just fucking like drowning in a sea of himself while like a yeah. giant version of him just fucking unravels into strands and like Yeah, it it seems to be like a you know how like the idea of the, the multiverse kinda is like when you make a decision, there's like one of you that does this thing and then one of you does the other. Like mm-hmm. you know, th- I think that's what it is of like, you know, Scott just ends up in this room where every decision you make becomes real no matter what. Yeah. Like, because it seems like the quantum realm is a place that exists beyond time. And also, I'm still a believer in the theory that the TVA is in the quantum realm. I still, I, I would still believe, believe it. Like, where else is, how else is Kang going to operate there? Like, right. Where, where the fuck else is he? Like, and since Loki season two is right after this, like, right. I, I'm guessing that's going to carry on that story. Yeah. I, I've seen some people like that. Even my cousin like pointed this out to me that I really, I, I don't know if I want it, but it'd be fucking hilarious if like instead of dying, Scott ends up at the TVA and Loki season two is a buddy cop of Tom Hiddleston, Paul Rudd, and Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh man, I kind of want oh. that. I won't lie. <laughs> that would actually be really cool. No, that, that would, would actually be really cool. It like, would. <laughs> I kind of want that now. Like halfway through the season, Paul Rudd just shows up after Ant-Man 2 or 3. It's like, what the fuck? Man. It's so cool. They're not going to do it, but <laughs> I, I wish I wish they would. 
<laughs> right. Just like how they're not going to do the Kang kept the Fantastic Four and X-Men out of the MCU to fix his plans. I do like that theory. That they Me know. too. I would, I would really fuck with that. Of like, yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> like, it... Yeah. Avengers, yeah, I've killed those a billion times. Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, well, one of them is my like great 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 grandpa, so like I can't kill them, but I can make them irrelevant mm-hmm. for twenty years. And uh, X Men, they got Magneto. Fuck those guys, they can't stay. <laughs> Spider Man, I'll delay him. I'll um, remove all of his powerful villains, so all he has are dudes with fancy suits. <laughs> oh, oh shit! The real guy showed up from another universe. Oh no! God damn it! God, I thought I deleted that shit. Fuck. Uh, oh boy. Um, but yeah, no, the trailer looks like the story stuff looks great. Um. <laughs> The yeah. the uh the effects are um they range from like pretty decent to planet drool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many more it's gonna be it's gonna look better in the f- I I got left in me. I don't know. Like here's the thing. When I see the trailer in theaters, it looks fine. But when I see it on my phone, it 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 looks weird. And I don't know why. Like, I I don't know if it's just the theater experience masking some of the issues, but I I don't know. They filmed this movie almost two years ago. There's no excuse for it to look this bizarre. Like, yeah. But I guess the thing is also down to the design. Like, like beyond just the rendering of the of the CGI and whatnot. Like design just looks very similar to to Spy Kids and Planet Drool, but yeah, I, I don't just know. Got Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, he would have made someone do a do a funny spin, and then Twitter would fucking explode about it and say it's like the biggest crime in American history. Yeah, and it's like, Eddie's- no, guys, the the problem with the show is Boba was boring. That's still the most insane thing I've seen. Like the most insane manufactured out about like a show I've ever seen. Like, yeah, and it's like, no, guys, the the problem isn't the the funny spin man. The problem is that Luke is a fucking robot. <laughs> the problem is that another guy from hijacks it for two episodes. Literally, like this show is not about Boba at all. Because they because they realized. Oh wait, our ending from Mandalorian is not sustainable at all whatsoever. Uh we have to wrap this up quickly. <laughs> yeah, we we only have time in season 3 to either continue the plot we want to do or wrap up this one. So let's just wrap up this one now in between seasons to fix it. You know, we could have just had it carry on no. until the ending of the show as like a big kind of like, you no. know, lone wolf and cub thing of like, you know, or last of us, even last of us kind of thing. If we got to get you to this location or this final destination. Um, we, but look, we were we didn't know how big this would be. OK, we have like five. Yes, you did. Now. Come on. Don't don't worry. Shut up. We didn't, we didn't think about we didn't know Bobo would get a show at time. 
Oh, we, God. We, we, we just... Ahsoka. <laughs> oh. Kill me. Are um, you excited to see all these rebel characters in live action? No. You're no. not. I love that Katie Sackhoff's the only one. The only one who gets to play both versions of her character. The only one. Ashley Eckstein campaigned for years to play her and, and Boss Logic ruined it. <laughs> Boss Logic. That man has destroyed fan casts and pop culture forever. With his bullshit like, fucking Photoshop edits that look awful. Like, and then it, it's not even his fault. It's fucking Dave, Dave Filoni. Dave for, Filoni needs to stop. I, like, is he is capable of a lot of good. He's done more good than bad. I'm not going he, to deny that. Yeah, but, but he needs to stop. He's, I think he's just gotten too big for his own good. He's like, bought into his own hype. And he won't let the story of Ahsoka Tano end. Like, right. And it's like, guys, D Dave, I don't know how to tell you this. Ahsoka is not the main character of Star Wars. There it's isn't. It's like it's not her. There isn't really a main character of Star Wars, and the closest things are real. The closest one is really Anakin, kind of. Yeah, it's like Anakin and Luke are like the dudes. Yeah, like I. <sighs> I I hope that I don't even know what I hope for. I just feel like give, there's a point where they gotta give, just fucking give stop. Star Wars to me, David. <laughs> give it to me. They keep saying, "Oh, don't worry, we'll make Ryan Johnson's trilogy eventually." No, you won't. <laughs> You're too scared. Yeah, that's the thing. They keep saying they will, but it's like they're they're lack of a better term, they're fucking pussies. Like they I. Are. They like, are. That's a, just a fact. Like, they they made Rise of Skywalker to try to appease everybody, and everyone and it just it. pissed everyone off. Like the Phantom Menace people didn't fucking like it. Like all they the were never going to go see it anyway. Like they like they they like, and if they do see it, they see it just to hate it. They they weren't right. going. They, they weren't were going to like it. They were not hoping for you to win them over. They just wanted to fucking get more content for grifting. Right. That that's all they wanted. That's all they want anything for nowadays. Yeah. And like, you you pissed off all the people who who liked the the thing about you know a hero can be anybody. Like anyone can anyone can be a Jedi if you know like you know they if you know they're pure of heart. Like Star Wars is a fairy tale, and, and Last Jedi like, was kind of reinforcing that. And like, like again, to, to quote Freddie Prince Jr. Luke Skywalker's a fucking Disney princess. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Darth Maul is Sisyphus. Like, like, it, 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 like, and then Rise of Skywalker's like, no, she's, like, kind of did put, the- Put of, Freddy Prince Jr. in charge of this shit. Please, God. He knows what's up. It's funny, because, like, Rise of Skywalker, I like guess, kind of does a, like, a fairy tale kind of thing, too, but just bad. <laughs> it's the wrong fairy tales. Yeah. 
but like I, like it, it just not even not even Raylo's like that movie like the movie and they no. get a fucking kiss. They won with that movie and they don't like it. They had to cope by making up shit that the true ending that was deleted was them getting a home on Naboo. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck you people talking about? Like, like you pissed off everyone. Like, that's why you shouldn't try to appease everyone. Even, like, the novelization of the movie retconned that, oh, that wasn't a romantic kiss, it was one of gratitude. Oh, They're fuck just off. friends. Don't worry, about, don't, don't worry about guy. Look, see, we didn't do it. First time in history that they did a. Ju- they're just. They're good. They seem to be good friends to it. A straight couple. Oh boy. God. What a what a what a what a piece of American. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Oh yeah, Ant Man. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd's dead. Yeah. Um. I still don't know why they recast Cassie. Yeah, and I I know it's more than likely just direction. She's not pulling her weight. Yeah, I here's the thing. I'm convinced that whatever that take was in where she screams out dad, I, I have a feeling that's not this that audio line. It just looks like she's like just like calling just saying, out. Yeah, just like, like saying dad to, in like a conversation. Yeah, either it's direction or it's editing. But, like, the thing is, that actress has been very good. Like, she's been in Vogue, and that's why they cast her. Right. But it's just, like, I'm sorry. I, like, felt more for Emma Emma Furman in that one scene. Like, yeah, she, she literally had, like, two scenes in the whole movie, and both of them made me fucking ball my eyes out. Like... That, that part where, where Scott's just running through the fucking neighborhood looking for his daughter to like and like looking on the memorial of people that died in the snap to make sure she didn't get caught fuck that that hurt. And just the look on his face, like like happiness, sadness, regret, realizing he's lost so many years mm-hmm. with her. And I mean, hey, that's gonna be part of this movie. Yeah, I, I like that that's, like, the core conflict of, of three is, like, Scott has just missed out on so much time with his daughter that he's, like, trying to, like, hit the undo button and go back. Yeah, it but seems like... like that, that's not how yeah. it works. It seems like she's getting into trouble and shit, like she she's in jail or something. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know why we have to make him an asshole <laughs> at the start of it, but... Uh, I'm sure that'll go away very quick. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm more excited than I thought I would. But mm. man, those visuals are a bit rough. Oh boy. But um, so that and uh, what else? Is- There's been something else that's happened. I, sorry, I, I, there was something that I was like. I don't know. Really quickly, though, um, before we get started, have you have you consumed any any media recently? Uh, let's see. What have I done? Uh, uh, last night I rewatched No Way Home with my cousins. Uh, the very fun movie. Turns out, it's it's very good. Brian, the, the camera work though. Don't worry about it. I don't care. 
fucking Spider-Man just fucking picked Goblin up over his head and slammed him down on his fucking neck. I don't care. I saw this tweet earlier being like, like a like someone just posted a video being like, oh, this fight, this fight is so cool. And then some nerd quote tweeted being like, God, this is really everything I hate about uh, like filming action scenes. And I'm just like, all I'm imagining is a fucking nerd emoji. Yeah. With the, with the goofy music playing. And it's like, I don't fucking care. It looks good to me. I don't care. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't give a shit. It's, that man spine busted him through 17 <laughs> floors of an apartment complex. I'm never going to call this movie bad. Exactly. Uh, but uh, anything else? Uh, uh, I started playing Hitman 2 recently. Like the new Hitman. one. Well, Ooh. not new, but you know. The, the one from the reboot trilogy. Y- yes. Which I thank God they rebooted after Absolution. <laughs> yeah, I heard that one wasn't very good. It was. It was just a mess. I don't. I could not tell you the story, at all. It was just weird. But uh, yeah, no, I started. It's fun. Good. It's, I I also don't know the story of this one, and I don't care because the game. <laughs> and I don't think anyone cares about the story of Hitman. We're just. You're just here to kill people in fun ways. Yeah. I've never played Hitman. I, I, I definitely want to at some point. I just don't... Mm-hmm. I don't know where to start, really. Yeah. Uh, I heard that soon they're gonna, like, re-release Hitman 3 with, like, all of the Hitman 1 and 2 shit. hmm So, it's basically three games for the price of one, so... Mm. Well, maybe I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah. Depends on how much it is, but yeah, I, I think it. it's sixty or seventy. Mm. Okay, because because that's just how games are now, and it yeah, it's so much. Uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll look into it one day. Maybe maybe one of them will be on like the PlayStation collection or something, and I'll I'll download yeah. it. Pop a squat and try to play it, but uh, yeah. Um, I well, this was like actually a couple weeks ago, and I haven't continued. But I mm-hmm. started playing Signalis, and I really oh. like it. Yay! It, it's uh, I like I like the I like the vibe of it. I love that it looks like a fucking anime VHS from the nineties. I think that's tough. It's that mixed with like Resident Evil One, the original. Mm-hmm. I like the controls; feel very nice. I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I forgot where I'm at, but from what I last remember, no ammo. <laughs> so yeah, don't save here. <laughs> oh boy, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll get get back to it soon. I like it a lot. It's fun. Yeah. Um, it's also but, very uh, gay, and that's fun. Exactly based for real. I want to uh, be one of these robots. Real. I'm flicking my wrist right now. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, now for the opposite of gay, the Avatar movies. Um, <laughs> the straightest movies known to man. Uh, so I decided to go see Way of Water because I was like, I'm fucking like, 
I want to at least see this movie for myself right in the way it was meant to be seen before watching it on Disney Plus one day <laughs> on my 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> the way it was meant to be seen <laughs> on both screens. On both screens, yeah. One screen plays Avatar 1, the other screen <laughs> plays White Water. <laughs> you consume both content at once. Yes. God, but uh but before that I rewatched the first one and mm-hmm. uh Still a very fucking cliched movie. Like oh, to hell and so back. Is. Like not not like not even just for, you know, the all the, you know weird, you know White like, Savior shit. White Savior shit and like it, everyone said everything about everything that could be said about there's just not much except like man, they really want to hammer home the designs be- Guys, do you get it? It's like tribes. Do you do you get Earth is our Pandora? What? Like I'm all for I'm all for a Save the Earth movie, but it was just a just a bit. I I get it, James. Yeah, but I, I get it, J- Jimmy. I get it. I know but, what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> but I I would be a stone faced liar if I said that. The first movie didn't get me in the second half, like right. Because like when when conflict happens, it's cool, it's engaging, and also Stephen Lang as the villain is fucking great. No like, fun. They they should have got him for General Ross. They should have. He's God. playing the exact same character. Like I mean, Harrison Ford is great, but Stephen Lang, fuck, like. I love that his big dumb robot suit has a knife in the shoulder. Yeah, like it's, Evangelion. It's just a, it's just a giant combat knife box cutter. It's so stupid, but it's so cool. Oh god! It's just the scene where they're all escaping, and Stephen Lang's all like, "All right, fuck it," and he holds his breath and kicks the door out and goes yeah, outside. Just, and- just fucking. He was doing this out of spite. Yeah, he's raw. He was. God, I like he 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 was like the highlight of the movie for me. He really was. He's so cliched, but like I love him for that. Like that's he's such. What a, make, that's what makes him work. So yeah, sometimes asshole military man that wants to blow up the planet is cool. All the unobtainium shit is dumb, but <laughs> like. <laughs> But I, I, don't, I don't care, really. It's 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 stupid, but fun. But but like when, but you know when it's like you know Sam Whitworth's like not Sam Whitworth, Sam Worthington. <laughs> oh God, uh, Sam Worthington. Um, I love how the movie edits uh, that you know immediately after clapping cheeks. Um, he immediately goes against the humans. <laughs> Literally, the, 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 the blue cat people pussy hit different, man. <laughs> damn, these aliens can fuck. God damn. <laughs> these fucking hair tendril things, they go places. God. Like, joke. Like, and I That's know there's happened. more to it. I know there's more to it than that. Yeah. And like, but. Well, yeah, but, he wanted to fuck the tree too. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he did, he did, but uh, I, like it, it is 
you know, like, like it was a little thing. Where it's like, you know, the more time you spent, the more you realize, wait, the realism. Is and then the, the, the blue alien pussy solidified it. Um, <laughs> solidified something for sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> so bad. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, like when, when the conflict really hits in, I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, Sam Worthington, do the thing. Be the, be the, be Torak Makto. Get the big bird and, and show that you're, you're base to all of these people. Yeah. Like, like, it, it's cool. It's like, I'm, like, it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. And I think where, which I'll talk about later in Wave Water, I think these movies strive the best when they go into the spirituality and existential stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, talking about how, you know, all things are connected. Awa, the, the, their deity, um, who is like, you know, it's not just fiction. Like, there is a biological reaction in the planet or in the moon of Pandora, whatever it is. Like, you know, where, like, every creature has the hair tendril. Like, that's not a coincidence. Like, right. That should have been the first sign that, hey, maybe bulldozing is, is not is kind of unethical, but this is America. They don't care. No, we got to build bigger bulldozers. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. Like, it, I, I like, I like, that's my favorite stuff in these movies. And that carries over to Way of Water, which, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And honestly, Visually, it's the best looking movie I've ever seen. Like, oh yeah, no, even just going off of the trailers, that movie's fucking gorgeous. Like, there are some shots, like mainly with the hands and stuff, where I'm like, that looks like they just painted someone's hands, but it isn't. Right. It's CGI, and I'm like, that's very impressive. Why can't all movies have this level of quality? <laughs> Probably because it took ten years for them to make this one. Well, that's true. <laughs> um. But like, like the if you can see it, see it in IMAX 3D, and if they have HFR, go for that high frame rate. Because what this movie does is that some people like it, some people don't. I have a I have my own opinion on it, where it's like in some like you know set pieces, in a lot of set pieces, they switch to 48 frames per second. Where the rest of the movie is twenty four, um, oh. I think it works best when they're underwater. Okay. Like when they're above the surface and it switches to that. I'm kind of like, eh. Like personally, I think they should have just decided on what one frame rate to use for the movie instead of switching back and forth. But underwater, it looks the best. Like mm-hmm. the, the water in general, just like those scenes, all look fucking. Mind blowing, like it's it's incredible to see visually. But um, the story is uh kind of the same as the first movie. <laughs> I I figured, like instead of you know Sam Worthington going to the going to the the going to the Amatakaya clan, the forest people. Now he and his family have to go like leave them and become part of the Metkaina water clan. And mm-hmm. that it like a huge chunk of the movie is like basically kind of like, you know, training montages again, but for, you know, 
like water stuff. Right. And then the other movie's like, now we're part of this clan. And spoilers, I guess, but I don't think anyone questioned that. Um, <laughs> but it's been a month. Come on. Yeah. But it's Avatar. Who cares? Yeah. Well, a lot of people do on film Twitter. Well, yeah, true. But it, but it, uh, it's it, like, but like I said, the parts that really hit are, uh, when they talk about, you know, their, you know, spirituality and existential stuff. Like, you know, they talk about the way of water, like how it connects all things. And like that stuff is where I'm like, yeah, I'm really, cause I like right. hearing about it. Like I like, like, I'm not the most spiritual person, but I like to believe that there are connections with that without the universe, throughout the universe and stuff. Like, right. so when I hear that stuff, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that's nice. It gives you comfort, if that makes sense. But yeah, um, Sigourney Weaver, who is in her 70s, is a 14 year old. I was about to ask, how convincing was that? Actually, pretty. Okay. Like, like she does, she actually does, like, you know, of course her voice doesn't sound like she's 14, but, like, she makes up for it with, like, everything else. Like, okay. She, she does, she does very well. And, okay. Um, I hope they're not implying that she and this one, and the human kid character have romantic feelings for each other, because that's very fucking weird, considering the actor's ages. Um... Because yeah. I've seen people talk about that, and I'm like, wait, what? And then I see the movie, and I'm like, okay, I can see what you're talking about. Hopefully, they're not going down that route. But ugh, let's not get yeah. into that. That's uncomfortable. But ugh. but uh, also, that, that kid is a uh, spoiler alert, I guess. It's been a month. Um, yeah. That kid is uh, Korich's son. Stephen Lang. Oh, okay. The the human white boy with dreads. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) He's the only character with dreads in that movie, isn't he? Oh, no. Sam Worthington has dreads. As do do his sons. Hmm. (laughs) That doesn't make it much better, does it? No. His sons are played by uh, white actors, so. Mm. Anyway, um, Jimmy, Steven, what are you on, buddy? <laughs> Stephen Stephen Lang, uh, still the biggest hater alive in that movie. Oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's the he like he and all those military assholes got their memories uploaded into oh avatar. okay he's the he's that one avatar thing i saw with like the buzz cut yeah that's him. okay that's awesome actually yeah like they all got their memories re-uploaded and like stephen lang sees a video of his past self and he's like yep if you're going if you're if you're seeing this i'm dead and the first person on your list of revenge will be jake sully <laughs> that's amazing all right it is all right, I gotta give him props for that. <laughs> like it's it's fun. It's it's fun. Like in the event of my death, 
upload my brain into this blue cat person so that I may rise from the grave and fucking kill the son of a bitch that put me in the ground. Literally, though, that's literally what he that's almost verbatim what he says. I'm, I'm putting that in my will. You just got convinced to watch this movie now, didn't you? I may have just for him. He's such a big hater. And <laughs> if there's one thing that will always get me to watch a movie, it's that a character who is the biggest hater alive. <laughs> then you then you'll get what you wish for. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but yeah, I I we we'll we'll do commentary tracks for those. Yeah. Like when Way of Water releases on Disney Plus, we'll we'll do tracks for Avatar One and that. But yeah. um but yeah. It it was a fun experience. Um, I'm not in a rush to see it again. Right. It's long. <laughs> it's a very long movie. It's like I'm fine with long movies, but like, you know, like a movie has to really like v- really grip me to like, and like this. Not saying this one didn't, but it was mostly the visuals and uh, Stephen Lang and Sam Worthington that right. kind of like like everyone else just kind of. Like they were fine, but they're mostly just felt kind of there. Like, eh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, main topic time. Main topic time. Right. So, like Brian said earlier, we are going to be talking about our own ideas and pitches for uh, what the what the gun universe can be. Um. Now, are you thinking just like phase one or like just long term plans? I'm mostly sticking with like kind of a phase one ish with my uh, my pitches. But I I maybe as I go through these, I might develop like a long term like end goal in the future. Like, yeah, I have I have one for one character, but I'll get to that when we get there. Yeah. And people are going to hate me for it, but I don't care. (laughs) Um. So, who should go first? Uh, I'll I'll let you go first. Like, I think okay. I think we should like alternate. Or yeah. how many? How many did you make? Like, I made about five or six. All right. Let me make sure. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. I made about seven. Okay. Yeah. Well, one of yeah seven. So, all right. Uh, so let me. Okay, then in that case, maybe I should go first because I have. I have one more. Or okay. I don't. Flip a coin. All right. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna flip a coin. All right. Because I don't, I'm gonna. Hey, I don't DC have a coin on me, so. DC reference. <laughs> I have I have a Last of Us uh, keychain. Stop <laughs> sign. Stop sign is heads. Uh, the back of it is tails. So, I'll I'll pick heads. All right. Wait, that wasn't a good toss. <laughs> Wait. This thing's a bit more heavy, so... Oh, oh boy. Oh, no, where... Okay. Uh, heads, so... 
Okay. Okay, so then we'll do me, then you, then me, then you, and then just keep going back and forth then. Yeah. Okay. So, my, my, I wouldn't be too shocked if ours weren't completely different for this one. Mine is, my first one is Superman, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tried to come up with subtitles for mine at Superman. I just did Last Son of Krypton, which I mm -hmm. think everyone's kind of going with, because, like, why not? Uh, so, in this, Superman starts kind of Golden Age-ish, namely, he can't fly and he doesn't have his laser vision and stuff yet. Mm -hmm. So he's just really strong, fast, and can jump good. Yeah. You know, so that, by, like, the the end of, like, the second act is when he, like, gets all his shit together and, like, nice. becomes, like, the Superman. Uh... Brainiac is the bad guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm stealing heavily from the uh, from the animated series where he he's also from Krypton and like mm -hmm. ditched the planet when it was about to explode because like fuck him. Uh, so there's that, and uh, I I wanted to do this thing of like he at first he presents himself as uh, uh what's his what's his I think his name was like Kolu who was like the alien that became Brainiac back mm -hmm. in the day, where he's, like, you know, the green man with, like, the purple clothes and stuff. Yeah. Where, like, he presents himself like that, but then, like, by the... it Like, through, like, the second act, it's revealed, nah, he's, like, this horrible skeleton robot monster man. <laughs> you know? The, the Kolu thing is just, like, a puppet that he uses. Uh, but, like, he shows up and, like, pretends... he. He has this image of being, like, a benevolent force to, like, you know, try to help humanity when really he's just stealing all our knowledge and information so he can blow up the planet and be the only one with it because mm -hmm. that's what Brainiac do. Uh, but uh, Superman, like, trusts him at first until, like, you know, he, he betrays him and realizes, oh, uh, mainly because Brainiac is the only one that knows where he came from. Mm -hmm. So, like, he can he can tell him all this stuff about like Jor-El and Krypton and all these things that he has no actual context for outside of like a picture that came with him through the pod basically of like the logo and stuff and that's about it yeah but uh and then like just a few other things like Lex and Superman have a history like they aren't like like they're getting to be like they despise each other but they're like like Lex hasn't gone to jail yet he's still just like you know businessman he he knows his shit but like they they, they are established of like they just don't like each other you know mm -hmm. uh, and you know Clark he's at the Daily Planet and Lois doesn't know Clark is Superman yet but he tells her at the end of the movie mm -hmm. like that's how we end it uh and basically when like Superman like finally like embraces like his Kryptonian side and like who he really is is when like his full powers really awaken kind of like in Superman smashes the clan. Yeah. Which if you haven't read that, read it. It's fucking great. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And like the Superman, like his look, I want like for like the first hour or so he just has like, he, the the t-shirt and like jeans and boots with a with a cape just taped to it 
Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like in a Grant Morrison's action comics run, because I just think yeah. that's a great look. I do like that for, look, yeah. Yeah, for like o- original, like early ass Superman, that's, I think that's a good place to start. But then, like, eventually he gets like a proper suit suit mm-hmm. and is, is like the Superman that we all know and love and shit. And like, yeah, so, and then, you know, Brainiac, he, he gets defeated and like just, uh, I, I don't really know if I want I'd have him come back or if this would be like his end so he either gets thrown into the sun or deep space mm-hmm. either way either way he could come back so who cares yeah because <laughs> he's a robot but yeah <laughs> that th- that's the le- basic gist of my idea kinda like I don't have like too many specifics with this one but like this is like the idea that I had going for it mm-hmm I really yeah. do like that. I kind of, like you. especially with the uh like you know golden age like early days of like you know he's in the shirt and jeans but he has mm-hmm. like mainly like three powers and yeah. then like end of second act he you know gets he gets all of his powers and then gets yeah. his suit and, like Yeah, I, like I like, like I know I know that we're all tired of the the hero has to earn their comic accurate suit in the movie thing, but like this is the one time where I would want it. Yeah, because it would make it would make for a good story because he's embracing his exactly. Like, um, I have a bit of a different uh, take. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I'm of course starting with Superman as well mm-hmm. in mind. Um, because I mean that's that's going to be their first project. It is. Sure. We we all know they're gonna open with Superman, and if they don't, something's wrong. Yeah, and hopefully that entails that he's you know a main character in the universe, and, and not, not a plot device, a, and not a, a plot device or a jobber. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah. So Superman, like my like so in my vision, it's you know like what I'm basing off what he said is like, it's Clark Kent in his early days as a reporter. So I'm like seeing like a maybe early to mid twenties, um, actor playing him. I don't know who I'd cast. Um, I haven't really thought about casting, but, uh, but like I, I do, um, you know, like want someone within it in that age range. I want someone unexpected. Mm -hmm. Cause I like it when they get, someone relatively unknown to play like one of these characters. Damn. Even though it's become a weird hot button issue on film Twitter where an actor is only known for this actor anymore. They need to cast more big. Na- I don't know. It's a weird debate, but that's beside the point. Right. My main villain is Manchester black mm. because this is how, in my opinion, you really show people who Superman is. You show mm-hmm. the general audience who Superman is and why he's not outdated, why mm-hmm. he is more relevant now than ever, mm-hmm. why he like is someone to look up to still, why there are so many misconceptions about him. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna in my idea is not in the movie to be to like, you know, bring in film Twitter or like, you know, Twi- just Twitter takes on the character or whatever. That's not my that's not my goal. Right. My goal is to just kind of make a statement about the character 
and show like we're not doing we're doing Superman and right. we're, we're Superman not is. we're not doing like a deconstruction of, like cynical like shit with it no this we're doing fucking Superman Superman we're constructing him yeah we've we've deconstructed him enough he's just a pile of rubble let's build, build him up <laughs> let's get the bricks back together yeah so and this is how I want to tie it in I don't know exactly how to do it my my thought is Manchester Black is stirring up like shit in the community of Metropolis mm-hmm. like like and Clark is like kind of following a paper trail as a like mm-hmm. uh, Lex could be in it and I don't know if you'd agree with this but I'd, I'd like it if they just kind of take the aspect from Smallville of the fact that they've they've known each other for a while mm. like I, I think that would be interesting to see like because yeah. we never get to see what that's like with them as Superman and Lex Luthor. No, like, we've only seen it as Lex and the streak. <laughs> the fact that that was his name in Smallville astounds me. And then the flash like made fun of that by calling the blur as they, as they should. Have. I think they also called him the streak at one point uh, in season one. Oh, oh yeah. Like th- when he was in the, in cars world for that crossover. Yeah. Like they called him the streak for a second. Yeah. yeah. Which they have every right to make fun of that name. Yeah. But I, I, I would like to explore that maybe, uh, you know, like he tries to go to Lex for help on this subject, but Lex is, you know, they've grown distant over the years. Cause Lex is getting, becoming Mr. Capitalism. And, mm-hmm. Maybe he's working with Manchester Black. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm not. I don't have like a solid plot down, but I do right. know that I want it to be like very much focused on Superman and Clark helping the community out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Manchester is there to like stir up shit. Yeah, and like his... try to turn him against him. Yeah, like he's the representation of that. You know that that nihilistic ideal and shit like trying trying to bring down metropolis from like from the ground up basically like that's right. his, that's his, that's his plan um cuz you know metropolis kind of represents this you know shabby no good like this this in his mind dated nonsense of a good all all american city or something right like so like and you know there could be many persons for that too like whatever those may be like not just you know standard supervillain ones like he has actual sympathetic reasons for why he's become the way he is. um mm-hmm. i do know that i want either matt smith or david tennant to play him yeah. <laughs> or hell even sasha dewan uh, i i fuck with these Get a Doctor Who actor, <laughs> but I I think I think any of them could be re- as as uh, Manchester. But you know, end of Act Two is Superman kind of like you know. I think what what I would do in my mind is that uh, after a fight, Manchester kind of like you know turns some people on him. Maybe he uses some kryptonite. I can't say for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
so like Clark is feeling pretty defeated. He does not talk to a ghost dad. Um, to uh, also Lois would be you know a major player as well. You know, mm-hmm. I am I envisioned during a lot of the report stuff, they're kind of like partners in that situation. Like yeah, like they both agree. Like okay, let's work together on this story. Figure out what's going on on the streets. Um, I think at the end of Act Two, she would find out that he's Superman, and then uh, Act Three, we do the thing from, you know, from the comic where like you know the big fight, and then you know the climax is like the whole you're living in a dream world thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think that would be, you know, some people like maybe not verbatim, but like close enough anyway something very similar to it something very similar to emphasize we're we're adapting this moment mm-hmm. and also making a statement of who superman is and why you know the indomitable human spirit is better than the indifferent universe <laughs> like exactly and he defeats i think it would be a very powerful thing if manchester not through punching or powers but through just talking Mm-hmm. And people see who Superman really, not in terms of identity, but who who what he stands for. Like, yeah, because maybe you know at the start people are don't really have the right idea about him quite yet, because like yeah, it is his early like, days. Yeah, like maybe they maybe they kind of think like he is just this weird like god that like thinks he's better than us and shit like that. Yeah, but here he's like, no, I'm just a guy from. I'm just like, a dude. Like, I'm just a guy with gifts who wants to help. And yeah. this guy is not helping. Like, no. He may say he is, but all he's doing is just making you all miserable. Like, and nothing's going to get done if we all just are miserable and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, you know, the ending kind of review, like, you know, he gets sent to prison. You know, we do a, not a reveal, but a confirmation that, yeah, Luther was kind of conspiring with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, post credit scene, I think, would be either something to do with Green Lantern, the next movie in my slate. And Oh, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like we're alternate versions of each other. Um, I was gonna say it's almost like we keep making this joke that I'm your Earth Three counterpart, and it's it keeps <laughs> being true. Yeah, but uh, I also want to tease Brainiac for the future because I know a lot of people, you know, of course, like you know your 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 ideas for Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, what I would do is have someone like Manchester Black first mm-hmm. because it's some it's a villain that's not as known. As Brainiac yeah. and Luther and Doomsday mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. but it's someone who would get a lot of comic folks excited. Yeah, and I think that the concept of like that for the first new slate, Superman versus Manchester Black, or like the Superman versus the Elite shit, like mm-hmm. that, that would it would be very cool to see. It would get a lot of people excited. A lot of Superman fans. Yeah. Yes. No more grim dark. We did it. Um, I don't know what I'd call it. like. Right, I just have it written down as Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, for may, may, 
like maybe last son of Krypton, like you like you said. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what I. Maybe Man of Tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my pitch for for the first Superman movie. Nice. Yeah, no that that was very cool. I like that of like Thank you. Manchester like trying to like turn everyone against Superman and like Superman has to like work to like earn their like their trust back and like point out that like no this guy isn't solving problems he's just giving you guys like a scapegoat yeah and just like making things worse you know like mm-hmm. that that's very cool I like that thank you yeah alright so <laughs> alright second movie on my slate Green Lantern <laughs> Cause just like yours apparently. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, again, I tried to do do subtitles for mine. I Green Lantern. It was hard because he's had a lot of them, but none of them really apply to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of had to try to come up with my own, and I ended up with Green Lantern Light the Way. Ooh, I like I that. Thought, thank you. Uh, so it's a. Hal Jordan and Sinestro buddy cop movie basically is the idea. Yeah. Of like the the Manhunters were who are these robots that predate the Green Lanterns are reactivated and are running amok throughout the universe. And mm-hmm. Hal and Sinestro have to like work together and solve the mystery of who who brought them back and why and like what the deal is with that and like why were they put away to begin with and all this shit. And like, so to to establish uh, with Hal, he's been a Green Lantern for about six months, so he's still pretty new. But like, he's been he's been around. Like we we get like a flashback to his origin, and maybe two scenes on Earth. The rest is all in space because mm-hmm. that's where Green Lantern should fucking be. Yeah, <laughs> he's not need to be on Earth dealing with Big Head Man. <laughs> What were they thinking? What were they thinking? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Angry video game nerd is Hector Hammond. That would have fixed it. Exactly. <laughs> it would have solved every problem. Uh, but um Yeah, so like we get some of that to like recap, but the the entire rest of the movie is just in space with Hal and Sinestro like working together and going to these different crazy alien worlds trying to figure mm-hmm. out what's up with these robots. Yeah. And uh oh, let's see. Uh basically Sinestro is like kind of the devil on Hal's shoulder, but in almost a good way in a sense of like planting the seeds of doubt in the the guardians of the universe like their bosses because the the Guardians suck, which is yeah. kind of the main theme I'm going with for the Green Lantern stuff, is the Guardians suck at this and need to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, like, that's that's a bit throughout, and, uh, so this is the, the one long-term character arc that I had in mind that everyone would be mad at me. Uh, I'm setting up how turning into Parallax, but no big space bug. This is free will. Because mm. I think Hal having his like Darth Vader like fall from grace of I'm the best, I'm the chosen one, I'm the greatest Green Lantern, therefore anything I do is right. 
you know, like Sinestro kind of plants that ideas, those ideas in his head because Sinestro thinks the same way of like, oh, I'm the best. Therefore, everything I do is right. Mm-hmm. So like when eventually Sinestro gets like kicked out in the second movie in my head, uh, Hal gets that idea of like, no, I'm the best. It's me. I'm right. Not him. But they, he ends up going down like the same path because that's what that mentality leads to half the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do, I do like that because you know I like Hal you. Jordan, but doing a take on him becoming a villain by his own choice, I think, yeah, could, would be a very interesting I, thing. I, I think having the like your DC like universe like slate have one of the main characters have a full-on, like, corruption arc throughout is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that could really work and, like, prop up the uh, the other Green Lanterns that could use it, like Guy or Kyle or John or whoever. Like, you know, any of the other guys that... Because there's, like, there's, like, ten of them. Mm-hmm. There's, there's too many. We need, we need another Parallax to come in and wipe out the core for a minute, I think. <laughs> but that's a whole other that's a whole other thing that I don't I haven't read Green Lantern in like a decade so I don't care uh, <laughs> but yeah and like basic so yeah basically that's like the general core idea of the movie is like them figuring that out and setting up how is kind of starting to think like Sinestro in like the worst ways and uh in the end, it's revealed that the guy that was behind the Manhunters is uh, Krona, who is the rogue guardian that, like, in the comics, his deal was he tried to see the beginning of the universe, just so, like, learn what would happen, and doing that drove him crazy and accidentally caused the multiverse. Ooh. Yeah, that was, like, his deal. Uh, here, I don't know if I'm gonna do that, but... My main thing is he is, like, sick and tired of the other Guardians being these, like, like, presenting as these, like, paragons of, like, oh, we know what's best, we can do it, we know what to do, like, we're we're the best, we're cool. When, like, they built fucking fascist robots that mer- genocided an entire sector of space because a kid jaywalked. Like, that's literally what happened. <laughs> Both in the comics and in this. Where, uh. like, <laughs> like, that was, like, the idea. And so Krona in this is, like, disgusted by that. And the fact that the Guardians just swept this shit under the rug and pretended it never happened. So he brought the Manhunters back to, like, expose them and show the universe, these guys suck and <clears throat> don't care about you. <laughs> You know, so that just plants even further seeds of doubt of like the Hal is not fighting for the right side like he thinks he is, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, like, you know, the, the movie basically ends like Hal going home to like Carol and like, you know, just like trying to like take a break from this shit and put it, put it to rest, kind of. And then, and then Sinestro going home to his fucking like fascist dictatorship that he established on his world of like, even Hal's like friend in the core is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So like he he literally 
this whole thing is just stacked against him and built to make him an asshole. Yeah. You know? I really but, do like that concept. Thank you. Yeah. It I I also I just want to see cool robots. Yeah. <laughs> that's my other thing. I just want cool robots. As long as you're not the forerunners, then cool robots are cool. God, those things sucked. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh that's my Green Lantern. Nice. I like I really like that. Like starting like a multi film story arc of Hal Jordan's fall from grace and then maybe like the rise of Jon Stewart. Right. Like, um my concept it's a bit it's a bit smaller. Um a, mm-hmm. like Mine is just, I think I just want to start out with, first of all, I'm calling it Green Lantern Corps because I like that title, mm-hmm. um, even though it's nothing with that title's been made. Um, I, 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 like, I like the title. Don't worry, there's been comics called that. It's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I just want to do a, I guess, you know, I don't want to do a retread of, you know, or, I mean, I do want to have it still be an origin story kind of mm-hmm. even though we already did that with the Ryan Reynolds movie but i think that'll mostly just be like a quick sequence like mm-hmm. okay so you remember how it was you know David Fincher was going to make a Spider-Man movie and he said that the opening credits would have had like this montage of his origin he meets oh, Gwen Stacy yeah. she dies and he meets Mary Jane like he like the idea is to just kind of have something like that for them for the but just for like his origin kind of um and i think just to start out sinestro's the villain he's he's a yellow lantern like from the get-go um and like they're like yeah there's this guy named sinestro he was one of the best of us but then he fell to the darkness and like you know he you know is part of the yellow lanterns now He's stirring up shit, so uh, we gotta we gotta fight him. And uh, I, I don't know if I would do parallax personally. Um, mm-hmm. Not not just because like you know I don't like the idea because I really do, but like mm-hmm. um, if I do, it would be something that would like you know be in one movie and then get reversed. Um, right. But I do like your idea. Um, Thank you. So, my my, I just see a more traditional kind of like, you know, Hal versus Sinestro kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the most knowledgeable about Green Lantern, so like, yeah. So like, to all the comic purists, D's nuts. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do care. I'm just saying. Like, I just kind of like that. That's just in my mind palace of like you know, kind of like. We introduced the Green Lanterns. We introduced the Yellow Lanterns. Um, though, like I like, because I might, I might want to do Red Lantern mm-hmm. in the in the second one. Um, I don't know if that would get a bit repetitive, but I definitely want to maybe John Stewart to show up, like you know, maybe post credit scene or something. Like, or maybe, maybe he's a side character. Like, I would have some Earth scenes, maybe, mm-hmm. but not nowhere near as much as in, in the first one. 
Um, but I, uh, I, I think you know, setting up John Stewart would be cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's as that's as much as I got really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like again, like I said, I'm not the most knowledgeable, but I right. think you know you could make a you could make a solid movie of just you know Hal versus Sinestro right out the gate. Like yeah, I I, th- I think that would be that would be fun. And you know, of course, like. You know, has Nestro kind of poked the holes in the in the Green Lantern ideology and shit? Yeah, like I, I think that would be fun. Yeah, oh that that's cool. I I, yeah. I like that. You know, it. Yeah, for for like you said, you you may not like know that much about Green Lantern, but like you you got the gist of like what a Green Lantern movie should probably have. You know, like yeah. it's it like just. Sometimes all you need is Sinestro being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, even if they wanted to just, like, maybe we could have, like, more modern lanterns in it. Yeah. Get get Joe from Far Sector, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think, uh, I think that would be, that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah but, but, uh. No, it's, it's cool. What What's your next movie? All right, so my next one is a bit of a jump. We're going JSA. Ah, we're going Justice Society. So, that this is a this is a prequel. This is going all the way back to World War II, where it's so it's basically the original JSA. I'm gonna like trim some of the the members and like add in other ones, namely. Uh, Black Can the original Black Canary and uh Red Tornado are there. Uh mm-hmm. I'm still deciding on Hawkman mainly because I don't know if I want to do the reincarnation thing, because that can get complicated very quickly. Yeah. I may just stick with him being an alien bird man. <laughs> uh but and uh the main villain of the movie is Vandal Savage. Who's yeah. working with the uh, the Nazis and shit? Because that that's what he do. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, Vandal. He's like he's kind of like Red Skull in the first Captain America, where like he pretends to be like Hitler's buddy, but really he's like working behind his back to take over his shit and rule his way. Yeah, you know, like because again, that's what Vandal do. Uh, <laughs> but um, so and uh, here's like kind of the like. The big thing for me, uh, Dr. Fate, he switches sides. He joins up with Vandal by the end. Oh. Because he's like, nah, he's right. His way will lead to order. And that's all my, that's my thing. So <laughs> he's, I'm with, I'm with him. Wow. Uh, can't believe you made Fate a Nazi. I did. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Nabu's a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Black Adam tricked everyone to think his fate's just like cool, dude. Nah, he sucks. <laughs> like he is cool, but he sucks. Uh but um So like by like the second act, fate like realizes nah Vandal's got a point, and if he rules the world, it will lead to order forever because he will never die, so he'll always rule. So mm. th- this works for me. And the other members are like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, so, uh, let's see, what else do I got? Uh, Jay Garrick is, like, the main character, I would say. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a Flash movie, but not really. 
be- because he's I think like him and uh I'd say like Wildcat, like the the guy that just punches real good. Yeah. <laughs> I like the only two that like and like Black Canary because she's got to make the other one. Uh they make it to modern day kind of or at least close to. The rest they they die. Oof. Like they, maybe not Alan Scott. I haven't decided yet, but like two of them I decided for sure were Sandman and Our Man. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just dead, dead. Uh, basically, the JSA like disbands in disgrace by the end of the movie because like they they stop Vandal and they, they actually like kill Doc, the guy wearing Dr. Fate's helmet. Or if they maybe not kill him, but they, they're able to separate him so mm-hmm. that they can just lock the helmet up in like a box somewhere and never worry about him again. And that when Dr. Fate shows up in the future, Nabu will have had a couple decades to realize how much of a piece of shit he was so that we can get a mm. cool Dr. Fate later. Maybe being a, maybe being a Nazi was a bad idea. Yeah, maybe, maybe joining the Third Reich wasn't the great call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll learn from this. <laughs> I think that would be a very good twist, though. Like, Thank you. Like... Yeah. Could uh, piss some people off, but I think... Oh, it like, will. <laughs> That's my specialty, is pissing people yeah. off by turning heroes into villains. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, and we, uh... Basically, we end the movie on, like... In, like, the early to mid-2000s of, like, old older Jay Garrick is still, like, trying to help out over in Keystone and, like, being the Flash, and he... He ends up inspiring a young Barry Allen, which sets up mm-hmm. for my next movie. That's funny because uh, my my next movie is uh, yeah, The Flash. <laughs> oh wow, it's gonna be good this time. <laughs> That'd be nice. Ugh. But no, I I like I doing a JSA movie. Pretty, I like that. Like, thank you. Yeah, I. I wanted to take some inspiration from, like, uh, DC A New Frontier, where, mm-hmm. like, after World War II, superheroes were pretty much outlawed because, like, JSA didn't work out so great, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they like, kind of nearly let the Third Reich win. Yeah. In fairness, Third Reich had a spear that kept him out of G- Germany, so they couldn't do as much as they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit's still funny to me, though, how, like, DC went... Nah, the the superheroes couldn't have ended the like Spectre couldn't have just obliterated Hitler because the Jesus spear kept him out. You know, it it made a field only only man could get in, and and then fucking Marvel went. Nah, Human Torch just broke into Hitler's house and burned him to death one time. <laughs> he like, just kicked his door down and melted him. Based. It was all, fucking Jim Hammond is the best. They need to make a movie about him. Oh man! Like just, just after Cap went in the ice, they dug up this cool robot that was at the expo one time and went, "You're gonna go kill Hitler," and just the doom music starts playing. He just walks <laughs> to Germany. <laughs> no one can stand in his way. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. I, I know he kind of sucks now after Love and Thunder, but bring back Taika Watiti and have him play Hitler again, like in Jojo Rabbit. God. That'd be great. God you damn. know it. <laughs> uh, no one. 
Oh, All right. man. But, but yeah, so that's my JSA movie. Nice. Again, I really, I really like it. I think it's Thank a you. good establishing point. Like, you know, we have two movies, the, like stuff in the now, but like mm-hmm. we have a new, you have a movie to show like why things are the way they are kind of like a yeah, starting like- yeah, or, like superheroes have been a thing before. Like Superman's yeah. not brand new. It's just he's like he's like the first of the new age after the old one kind of killed each other. Yeah. <laughs> which which I even think of till now is kind of foreshadowing of parallax later, so this works out even better for me. Yeah. That that's but, you know, parallel. Like that. it, it's poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> George Lucas was right. He was right about everything. <laughs> Space oh, Jesus boy. will lead the way. <laughs> oh boy! But okay, yeah. My my next my next move is uh the Flash, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be real, mm-hmm. straight up. Just do Rick Famuyiwa's Flash movie before, before that got <laughs> canceled, before it got destroyed. But and this is a very big important thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I want to do Wally mm-hmm. instead of Barry. I think I, I, I had to wrestle for a really long time of which one I wanted to do. Yeah. Like I, Barry's important. Yes. We've had nine seasons of him and <laughs> a bad movie with him. So oh, really? <laughs> uh... yes. And you, yes, I know that the flash movie isn't out yet. It's going to suck. Like, if I'm Look wrong, at that makeshift Flash costume out of a Batman suit. It's so stupid. That dude can't turn their head. They that's, just can't. That's our, that's our villain. That's our villain. That's Later. our bad guy. That's our dark flat. That's our Savitar. Oh, God. I Like, at, like after all this, I to give Barry a rest. Here's what I would do, though. Mm-hmm. Barry existed. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sorry, he's going to be played by Grant Gustin. <laughs> I get it. Not the same version of him. Yeah, don't worry, because the one fan cast idea I had for my movie was John Wesley Ship is still Jay Garrick. Yes. <laughs> because he's just perfect. I will. Pro- I plan for that, too, to be honest. Yeah. They were spitting with that. <laughs> they were. They were. He's just, he's perfect. He's so good. Dude, like... Like he actually like I I actually quote tweeted like a thing of like someone posted like a clip from Batman Brave and the Bold where he played reverse flash in that. Like he voiced him and I'm like, can we just like talk about how fucking good he is? Like Batman yeah, is the flash and he actually found that tweet and liked it and retweeted and replied with oh. like a heart. Oh I'll I'll send it to you. Hold on. Oh man. No wait. John Wesley Ship will play Reverse Flash in my universe. That'd be cool too. <laughs> I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Oh boy. But uh. Um. But yeah, I think I think for my first, it's gonna be Wally, just starting out as the Flash. Like he's been um, Kid Flash before, mm-hmm. but you know Barry. Barry's gone. Um. Crisis didn't happen. Like right. it, I think it, it. Me, I think it's just like he disappeared. 
Yeah, like, like Crisis would just complicate things too much, I feel like. Yeah, he was fighting against someone and he disappeared. Yeah. Um, probably Reverse Flash. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, let me see this tweet before I continue. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a nice little like oh that sounds cool. Nice. Yeah. Ugh, just get that man in every flash property. Straight up though, like if there's one thing I will definitely give like DC credit for, they're pretty good with like what I call legacy casting mm-hmm. of like getting someone who played a character before and bringing him back in the same property, but as, like, a different character. Yeah. Like, Wonder Woman 84, as fucking garbage as that movie is, I give him big props for getting Linda Carter back as, like, another Amazonian Mm -hmm. at the end there. I think that's really cool. And, uh, Supergirl, they got... They got the guy that voiced Martian Manhunter in the DCAU as Martian Manhunter's dad. Yeah, I like that. same. I always thought sh- shit like that's always just really cool, and mm-hmm. I I want I want to just continue that, even if I'm using the same actors for the same roles that they yeah. were already put in. I don't give yeah. a shit. Oh boy, but uh, yeah, I I agree. Like I want John Wesley Ship to, whether it be Jay or fucking uh, or or Eobard. like either way, either way, I want. Um, so while he's starting out, mm-hmm. his best friend is Hunter Zolomon. Ah, uh, he's his contact in the in the central. So I'm I'm still having him in Central City for this because like mm-hmm. he's just starting out. Um, so like of course he he like like he'll pro- he might go to Keystone later. Yeah, or the, hell even the the thing is they're, they're sister cities anyway. So yeah, like... but most of this movie will be in Central City. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Hunter Zolomon is his like, kind of like partner kind of in, uh, mm-hmm. in all this, um, you know, uh, Linda Park love interest. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know who I'd have play Wally. Um, not Archie from Riverdale. <laughs> no. Um, you will ne- now you will never know the epic highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> Hunter's like I tr- no no captain out in the fourth grade to run drug to support my nana. <laughs> That's literally what happens. <laughs> oh god. This is backstory. Oh no. <laughs> instead of nana, it's a sister. Maybe maybe I should have a <laughs> maybe I should have him be Captain Cole. Yeah, Archie God. But uh, um, Captain Cold will be the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so tempted to say just get a get Wentworth Miller back. Yeah, like cause I don't blame he, you. He was so good. He was perfect. Maybe have him be Captain Cold's dad. That'd be cool. Maybe I don't know. I just want to use some of these actors. Right, like was fucking wasted. He was yeah, wasted. no, like as. As bad as the CW shows could get, some of their casting is fucking spot on. He was perfect. Like, he had the voice. He, yeah. He had the mannerisms. Like, like him and Heatwave were fucking great. Even though I know 
the reason they were cast was a prison break joke, it still worked. Yeah. Like they it was it was just uh God. But if I can't get Wentworth Miller, um who who would I get? I don't like I'm trying to think about castings on the fly. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like um Jacob Battle. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. You have to commit now. <laughs> no, no. I, I like Jacob Adlon. I, I I don't see him as Captain Cold. Um uh, God I'm not gonna I'll I'll just continue and I'll think about mm-hmm. try to come up with an answer later. But um yeah, so you know, I think I would say Captain Cold is this is for too. Like he hasn't faced Barry at all. Like it's just Wally. Oh, okay. Um uh, I don't know how some people would feel about that, but I, I think it would be interesting to do mm-hmm. um, to vil- a hero and a villain, both just kind of coming into their own with something to prove kind of Captain yeah. Cold, maybe to his family, Wally mm-hmm. to his own family and himself yeah. and to the city. Um, and that's where, that's where their conflict meets and Captain Cold, like, you know, as, as you know, kind of a bit of a mustache twirler. He is, he is, he is sympathetic. Like he's yeah, doing he, what he does for he, his family. He's like putting on a show, really, with that. Yeah. Like, and I want a part of the story to be like Wally doesn't want to send this guy to the slammer. Like, right. Like, I think that could be a point of contention between him and uh, Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, that's what gets Hunter injured. That's Ooh. what gets him paralyzed. Yeah. Is that Flash is that Wally keeps trying to like, you know, he's he's of course, you know, fighting Snart, but he's like, you know, kind of like trying to be like, look, stop this. Like, if you stop, I will let you go. Like, you do not have to do this. But but he just cause like cause I I want more superheroes who are like look. If you stop, I will let you go. I will not turn you in because I believe you can be better. I right. think, I think that's a that's a side of superheroes we don't see often. Like, yeah, and I'm like, like Wally, hey, I don't yeah. want to like turn you in for this shit, you know? Yeah, and like Wally can just run him away and give him a new identity and shit. Like, <laughs> I can put you in China with Col- with Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's so funny, but it's, I love it. Yeah. Oh boy, but uh, but like I'd say, like during the fight, maybe at the end of the second act, Hunter gets injured, and mm. uh, that, and like he he isn't quite mad at Wally yet, like not not quite, like right. he, he isn't like you're not my friend anymore. Like I I might save that for the next one because I think I'd want Hunter to be the villain in the third one. Yeah. Like, second one is where they really fall out, but I want him to like get injured. Um, but the final battle is like a really kind of a kind of fight. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, because <clears throat> Leonard won't stop while he's like, okay, I have to put you in the slammer and, and, uh, Leonard's like I'll tell I'll tell people like because I I think I want 
him to find out that Wally's the Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just put like two and two together and such. Or at the very least, like I don't know, maybe he saw Kid Flash and was like, "Oh, you're the same guy." Um, right. I don't know. Something you're, along those lines. You're and, not the same guy from before. Yeah. You're clearly. You're clearly Polar. related to him in some way. <laughs> you're clearly better in every way. Yeah. Also, I'd have Iris be a character, just kind of mm-hmm. like you know, Wally's. They're not brother and sister like in the CW. She's his aunt. Yeah. Like. I never understood that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd have, I'd have that where she's his aunt and, um, not that it, I don't know if I would do, uh, what was his name? The reverse flash of new 52. Um, oh, uh, Daniel West, Daniel West. I don't know if I do him, but I might have him missing or quote mm-hmm. unquote dead. And yeah, Iris is the one who's like Wally's kind of parental figure. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, that that'd be cool because I, Wally's parents like pre fifty two never really came up much anyway. Yeah, like they yeah they were around I think but not much. Yeah, also I'd have Wally be in college. Like mm-hmm. I think that would be fun because like yeah, the Flash is DC Spider Man. Like he is. So just kind of lean into it and it'll be fun. Aunt Iris is Aunt May. <laughs> like, just, just do straight that. Straight up. Like, straight just, up. Yeah. Like, like I know, like, it might come up, like, it might seem lazy or something. I don't, I think this would be a fun movie. Like, just have a big, you know, like, kind of street level kind of, you know, conflict with Captain Cold. And yeah. maybe a tease for reverse flash in the future thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, but... I'd have this one be more self-contained. Yeah. I I think really the only reverse flash you would need is Hunter. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't need Thawne coming in to stick his dick in the thing going, I'm the real bad guy, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to have Thawne be responsible for becoming reverse flash. It was me, bear. I mean, Wally. <laughs> Sorry, force a habit. <laughs> Maybe I might do something like Barry. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that in the third one, I want Hunter to become Reverse Flash. Yeah, maybe like Wally like tries to track down Thawne to like maybe get revenge, but he's already dead. Yeah, he didn't, re- he didn't know. Yeah, I I feel like when Hunter does become Zoom, I want something similar to his suit from the show. Because <laughs> that, sorry, fair. that suit was fucking awesome. <laughs> It was. I'm not gonna hold that against you. The fucking black with the Hannibal Lecter scary mouth thing. Like it it's just a cool fucking look. I wanna give him the black and red eyes still. Mm-hmm. Um but like I'm not gonna make him like that version of Hunter Zolomon. But No. He's just gonna have a similar look. Yeah. Like maybe maybe just yellow and black. Like Yeah. So like the, the original reverse flash suit from yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah, like honestly, yeah, that would that would work. Like maybe you know he gets a yellow suit, but it just the more he, the more it just burns up, kind of, and gets cooked. So right, but and and he he still has the the, the mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. I no, it just looks cool. Yeah, like what? a yellow mask with that mouth. It I would think. look awesome with the like, with the red I, and black yeah. eyes. I I think that's what the comics should do now. 
with with Hunter if they ever bring him back from the from the the thon hole. Yeah. <laughs> of like just just give him that give him the CW suit but with like his classic color scheme and shit, you know. Yeah. I I think it would go hard. Yeah. But yeah, all right. So yeah, that's my it? that's my flash movie. All right, that's good. I don't know now, what I do for Oh sorry, go ahead. No, no you go. I, I don't know if I'd have a post credit scene for this one. Mm-hmm. Maybe um might seem cheesy. I might have Wally meet Clark post in a post credit scene. Yeah. I get you. But uh, but uh yeah, all right, that's it. All right. So now now you heard of one flash movie, get ready for another. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my flash fastest man alive. I, I, I tried to come up with subtitle just to separate it from the Miller. Yeah. You know? But uh, so contrary to every other fiber of my being, I did decide to go with Barry Allen for mine. Yeah. It it hurt, but like it made sense for the story I'm constructing. Uh. So Gorilla Grodd is the villain. Yes. Because monkey. Uh, <laughs> big monkey, big monkey. Uh, I I don't know who I'd have play Barry or any anyone in this, just because uh, fan casting is hard and I don't know how to do it. Uh, like I said, I just stole John Wesley's ship and made him Jay again, because <laughs> that's how you do it. Uh, but uh, so Barry, he, I don't think I'm gonna do an origin. I think it'd just be like a, I I would do. The thing you mentioned with the Green Lantern thing of like just do it in the opening credits mm-hmm. of like the origin showing like the lightning bolt and shit, you know. I think like, I in, would... the, like in the John Muscle Ship show. Yes. Literally yes. But um so and uh the o- other rogues like Captain Cold and Heatwave are like established and they're they're not like the main threat yet, but post credit scene will set them up to become that. Uh, mm-hmm. but as they are, they're just kind of like the opening act, like, you know, fight scene that gets dealt with by, by Barry because he's so fast, you know, like Mysterio and Spider-Man four. Yes. Like exactly that kind of thing, which we need more of that in superhero movies. I'm just saying. Yes. Because like, so, so sometimes villains can't carry an entire movie, so it's okay to just have them be like an opening act to set up like the hero and what they can do and all this stuff, you know? Open up MCU Spider Man Four with Shocker coming back and like, right? Him, him and Spider-Man. giving him, yeah, giving him the actual suit and two gauntlets this time. You know yeah. that'd be cool. Uh, but uh, let's see. Right, so uh, Wally is here, and the the third act is it involves him getting his powers. Mm. So like the second movie will be, you know, Flash and Kid Flash. Mm-hmm. Which will then lead into Wally eventually becoming the Flash, but that's a bit further down the line. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, so Grodd, <laughs> like this is this movie is gonna be kind of a lot more like a lighthearted comedy ish compared mm-hmm. to the others. Where Grodd's plan is he he constructs the cosmic treadmill, like the time Ooh. machine. Yeah, and his plan is he's going to force Barry into it 
so that he can go back in time and return man to monkey. <laughs> yeah. That's literally his it. plan. That is literally the plan. Check to humanity, return to monkey. Literally, that is the plan. Is I'm going to go back in time and kick the fucking fish back in the water. <laughs> God, I love that image so much. It's so good. So imagine that, but instead of a dude, it's monkey. <laughs> just, just a giant gorilla. <laughs> but God. But that is like the the main end goal plot is Grodd wants to go back in time and fuck with humanity's development so that they are all apes under his control and like worship him as like a god, basically. You know? I think and, it, I know this is your movie. I think it'd be funny if it's like, <laughs> like but did you yeah. think about what would happen to you if the timeline gets fucked up? Uh, no, because you're a dumb monkey. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm already monkey. Why would I change? Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, needless to say, that plan isn't going to work, but don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and to do so, he actually kidnaps Wally and like holds him hostage. And mm-hmm. Barry, you know, he, he goes along with, with it he's his plan is to like get out of it and stop grod before he actually does it does it but like he'll he'll run on the thing and get it juiced up basically <clears throat> and uh and uh in the process uh the the treadmill starts going haywire and you know lightning starts striking all over the place and it hits wally and that's how he gets his powers <clears throat> uh barry you know, thinks he's fucking dead and starts like beating the shit out of this gorilla man <laughs> where th- this is where like the movie takes like a sudden dark ish turn for a second, but eventually like for a- no, it's fine. But like mm-hmm. I I kind of want that idea. Like Barry can be fucking serious if he needs to be, you know. Yeah. And this is like a case of like you you fucked with my nephew. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna beat you the know? shit out of this fucking <laughs> monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, uh, Grodd eventually, like, the, the portal does open, and it, but it's not stable, and it, like, sucks him in, and he's just gone, and nothing changes, so he didn't, he did not return Mantle Monkey like he planned. They, the portal opens, and they see Jesus, and like, oh, well, we were wrong. Grodd's <laughs> like, I, I'm so sorry, I repent. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> Please forgive me. And then uh, Jesus takes him to heaven. And by that, I mean he snaps his neck. <laughs> Jesus is played by Henry Cavill. God. <laughs> it's just recycled footage from Man of Steel, but it's like photoshopped to look like Jesus instead of it's like, Superman. It's like in Zack Snyder's Justice League when they had to retool that scene from Man of Steel. But repaint it with Superman getting corrupted by uh, by Darkseid. <laughs> they just Photoshop a white robe and a beard. <laughs> a crown of thorns. Oh God! Uh, literally, literally, literally. But yeah, uh, Wally is able to stop him and like show that like he now has powers too and has super speed and shit. And Grot's like, oh. Well, shit, and just like jumps in the portal to get away, and it just it 
the whole machine just like collapses on itself like a black hole mm-hmm. and it's just gone and you know nothing nothing changes so Grod Grod ends up getting sent into the future instead where Ooh. he bumps into Thawne where, who is already reverse flashed at that point in time but like I am I do have plans well, plans of doing origin in the next one yeah but uh yeah, so now the movie ends with like, you know, Barry is the Flash and Wally's now Kid Flash who like they both protect Central City and shit from from guys. And the the post the actual like post credit post credit is setting up like the rogues are starting to team up to because they see oh Flash has a partner now, let's get some of our own and just mm-hmm. they all start coming together as like a response to that so that there'll be nice. an actual threat in the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question: Did do it, does Wally know Barry's Flash uh, from the not, get-go? I'm still trying to decide if yes or no. I'm leaning towards no, but when the monkey shows up, he kind of puts two and two together very quickly. Yeah. Is Iris? Does Iris have a big role? Uh, Iris, yes, Iris is here and like is like supportive and like. She she's the one that tries to like encourage Barry to like open up to Wally more and like you know mm. let let him in on the secret and shit because like Wally can be trusted with it he's cool you know yeah and like and I I think I am doing I, I do like a similar thing of like what you mentioned of like you know his dad like Daniel's just gone and Iris is basically his mom at this point so yeah so like he's living with Barry and Iris but like. You know, they're Barry's not distant on purpose. It's just like he's always the Flash, so he's always away. Yeah. You know, so like he needs to like be there for Wally so that he has a like father figure in his life, you know? Yeah. That that's what that'll be a fun story. Yeah. All coupled together with I'm gonna return man to monkey. Yes. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's basically my movie. That'd be a fun, like family friendly kind of kind of like superhero. Yeah. That, that, that's that's really what I wanted to do with some of these is like at the end of the day, superheroes are for kids and they should feel like it sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like you could do dark and serious shit, obviously, but like Flash is fun, man. Yeah. Let it let it be for kids. Again, one of his main villains is a big monkey that eats bananas. Yeah. Wants wants to rule the world with mind control and shit. I think I think uh I'd take I take I'm I wanna take that route with uh with Wonder Woman because that's my next mm-hmm. movie. Ah, okay. Um, that yeah, Wonder Woman co- for me comes up after my next one, which I'll my next one's a cheat, but I'll get to that. <laughs> my one after Wonder Woman might be a cheat. Depends on depends on uh what you think. I, I don't know. We'll get to mm-hmm. it. I don't want to spoil the surprise. All right. Um, but uh, Wonder Woman, um, I was thinking of having it be in the past, but we've had two movies of those. Let's, uh, let's okay. get be a modern day. Right. That I did the same thing. <laughs> it's funny. I was thinking of like maybe when you mentioned JSA, I was like thinking before, like mm-hmm. maybe have a movie called Wonder Woman and the, and the Justice Society of America. Yeah, I- I, I did th- seriously consider putting her on the 
on the JSA, but I I decided against it because like I just want Wonder Woman to exist in modern day. Yeah. I you know I think yeah. I think for mine, like, you know again, just kind of like a first really starting out, like she's already left them as Skira. Mm-hmm. I want Hippolyta to be played by Linda Carter. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know who I'd cast as Wonder Woman. Not um Not the one we got. Not the one we got. Um <laughs> Just have her I, also be Linda Carter. <laughs> yeah. She plays every Amazon. Oh boy. Um Yeah, I I, I can't say what the like through and through of the plot is, but I think it's it's her. You know, it, it's a story about her trying to like you know find out what makes humanity so special. Mm-hmm. And there would be a lot of moments in I in the movie I see would be her connecting with them, like connecting with the youth and stuff, like being a like finding How do you like, do fellow kids, yeah. <laughs> but like but like being a positive role and stuff, right. Right. Like I think I think that would be that would be really fun. Um as for the villain would be I know I just did Cheetah, but like Did we though? Yeah. <laughs> like I let's do Cheetah but good. <laughs> like Yeah. That that's fair. I, I think that that would be that would be fun. Um it's like Yeah, I, I think I think it would just be like a family friendly kind of movie. I don't know where I'd set it. Um, like I mean, it would be a modern day. I just don't know in the world right. it would be it it would be set. Right. Um, Seattle. <laughs> Miranda El- Cosgrove is Cheetah. <laughs> I was gonna say Ellie just walked by. <laughs> God. Um, Boston. There you go. You know what? Fine, Boston. Let's say let's say in Boston. There we go. I could use one superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I I think that would be fun. Because like we have we have you know several cities that are fictional. Let's have at least one real life city. In it. Right. But uh, but yeah, um, you know, it'd be it'd be a fun romp. For you know the whole family to enjoy. Um, Steve Trevor is not in the movie. Good. Um, if he is in it, he'd show up at like the end. Is like you know, Wonder Woman starts to you know work with people more. I might do something different and not have him be a soldier. Maybe he's like a social worker or something. Right. I think that I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like it's basically a movie of like Diana plays in the world now that she's left Themyscira Mm -hmm. and like trying to find her place in the world and trying to like find out what makes people, what makes humanity so special. And she, and she kind of like, you know, she meets more people like, uh, Etta Candy, um, like. I said her name right, right? It's been a while. I, I believe so. Okay, good. But she, like, she, she gets, she meets more friends and like power, friendship and shit like that. 
Like mm-hmm. that's like like it's cheesy, but it would be fun. Yeah. Like it'd be very much in the spirit of like the Linda Carter show. Yeah. Like that's what I'm envisioning for. Um post credit scene I think would I don't it might be cheap to say maybe she meets Clark too, but mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Like yeah. Clark's over in Boston doing a story or something. Quote unquote a story. Right. Um really he's like looking for people to join up with his new fan his new club. Yeah. I actually I don't know if it would even be that. I think happenstance and like that's what right. would make it different from the MCU. Right. Like that, there's no like plan to join make the Justice League. It just kinda happens. Yeah, like because we're, we're all just friends, let's just do it. Like I I'd like it to be a fun kind of like spiritual, existential thing. Brought us together. Something like whatever it is, we need to answer that calling or whatever. But but um yeah, so that's my Wonder Woman movie. Nice. It, I, it, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's not as detailed as like my Flash and Superman one. That's yeah, I no, think that would be a fun movie. That, yeah, no, same same here for mine, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, so my next one, as I said, is a cheat. But so here's what I had first. I'm gonna send it to you because it's only a few words. Oh boy. That was my first thought. <laughs> for, for everyone at home, it is Batman, and under it, it just says, whatever Matt Reeves isn't doing. Yeah. But but I felt that wasn't enough, so I actually, as I said, to cheat, kind of did my The Batman 2 pitch instead. Whether yeah, it actually m- means in the universe or not i don't know but like i'm in this hypothetical world it is yeah that i'm doing the same for my next one yeah because like i I know matt reeves and robert pattinson have said they're not really sure they want to do that and i totally respect and understand that it's just that the opportunity is so perfect it makes so much sense and it's so cool i think they might be willing i think if they if they get sold well, they might be willing to. If yeah. James Gunn is like, I am not going to mess with any of your plans at all whatsoever. Yeah. The only stipulation is every couple of years, Pattinson shows up in a Justice League movie. And if you say no to this, that is perfectly that is you fine. Will get to, you will get to still make your universe. Yeah, because James has said multiple times, no, Matt Reeves is still going to be able to do his thing. Yeah. Like, that is a guarantee no matter what. It's just... Everyone wants Pattinson to hang out with, like, Superman and Wonder Woman and all these guys. I don't think anyone actually wants another live-action Batman alongside these, like, Pattinson and the Reeves universe. Because, like... Okay, Reeves is setting up a Batverse... So, like, you're taking so much off the table of what the other guy can do. Yeah. Which I do think is what this meeting that Matt Reeves has said him and Gunn are having right now, 
or maybe not right now, but like this week of like if if they can't convince him to just be part of the new universe, they're gonna figure out what exactly the plan for the Batman stuff is, so that when they do do their own Batman, they don't seem redundant. Yeah. Which that that'd be fine too. Mm-hmm. My only complaint with that idea is one, I feel like it's just oversaturation of Batman. And two, Matt Reeves has good ideas. Yeah. So if you do the opposite of him, you're gonna have bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> or at least you run the risk of having bad ones. You run the risk of like doing another realistic Batman versus comic booky Batman, and it's like Matt Reeves Batman's already pretty comic book. Like he's gonna do Clayface. He said it himself. Yeah, like he wants to do Clayface. He wants to do Mr. Freeze. He wants to do all this fun shit. And it's like I don't want another Joker, guys. We already have two. We have too many. We have Barry Keegan, and we have we have Bo from Bo is Afraid. Uh, Did you see the trailer for that? It looked pretty good. I I need to. I need to. I haven't seen either of Ari Aster's uh, full-length movies, but I want to. Same. Commentary tracks, baby. But, but yeah, should I continue? <laughs> no, it's okay. So, for the Batman 2, or as my other title for it, the Dynamic Duo. Yeah. Because, believe it or not, I want Robin. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> I like Robin, and I want him in a movie. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah. So, uh... This is... This pitch is gonna be what pretty much everyone has said they wanted, in a way, with some changes here and there that, like, might surprise you. So, first up, Mr. Freeze is the bad guy. Yeah. I think everyone's... Pretty much everyone's agreed that should be the go... The go-to. Uh, you know, Dick Grayson, Robin, Bruce, as, like, since the end of the first movie has realized he can't just hide behind the Batman mask all the time. He has to help the city in more ways with his, like his money and like really help rebuild from the destruction of Riddler and, and whatever the fuck happens in the penguin show. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like, so like one of the things he does is to help, like, you know, take everyone's mind off of like the, the constant like carnage and like destruction of the city, he actually funds the uh the Haley Circus that like was coming to town and like you know gives them like a big huge fucking bonus for coming to Gotham to like help like put everyone at ease because like the the city got fucked so they're kind of <laughs> in a way they're basically back in the forties yeah from how they're building up so what do you do in the forties to entertain yourself fucking circus. So, like, that's kind of the idea I'm going with for that, where Bruce Bruce funds the circus to, like, you know, lift everyone's spirits and, like, you know, remind people Gotham can be a fun and good city and shit, and, like, goes to it. And then Freeze shows up and kills the Graysons and all this, and a bunch of other people, because he's, like, Freeze's thing is he is miserable because he's alone, and he, he doesn't want anyone to feel happiness anymore. Because mm -hmm. if I can't and my wife can't, none of you can. So, like, that sets them up. And Freeze's backstory is him and Nora, 
they were working in his lab when the flood hit and like like you know the the explosion alone like rocked their their building and caused like you know all these fucking chemicals and shit to fall over and like explode into the into the air and in Freeze's case it made him you know Mr. Freeze but in Nora's case it it started killing her mhm so like instead of instead of anime mom disease it's chemicals yeah that, that gets her which i think i think just kind of makes a bit more sense she in to, a way she have one too many pain thinners so literally literally into the ice you go yeah so freeze puts her on ice to keep her alive but knows that like unlike with a disease there is no cure for this he's just postponing the inevitable yeah but so he he wants he wants to help her and tries but also because of like you know just his own like misery and depression as well as the chemicals fucking up his head he in his own view he's like gotham recovering without him it's like they're leaving him to die so fuck them no one gets to be happy anymore bruce wayne's leaving him to die maybe Exactly, exactly, because Bruce is like trying to divert the funds where they need to go, but in as a result, he's kind of neglected Freeze's neighborhood. Yeah, because it's like so far off the the fringe of Gotham that like he didn't realize that there was really anyone even living there anymore. Mm-hmm. So like that was like a whole thing, and uh, you know, Bruce obviously he he adopts Dick because like. Yeah, and Dick is, like, really angry, and he wants to kill Freeze. Like, pe- people are gonna say I'm ripping off Jason Todd when I'm not. That's how Dick yeah. was when he first joined up. Or he's yeah. like, I'm gonna fucking kill Tony Zuko. Like, Jason and Todd then, wasn't the, the angry Robin. No, Jason was, like, cinnamon roll when yeah. he first joined up. And then and then uh, Jim Starlin took over the book, and he's like, nah, I'm gonna make him an asshole, and then I'm gonna blow <laughs> Which, you know what? I respect that. I respect it. <laughs> R.I.P. I would die. I would die for you, and then come back to life as the Punisher in a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Bruce like tries to just be there for Dick and like just be a dad, even though he's also still a fucking emo teenager that listens to My Chemical Romance and doesn't know how to interact with humans. Yes. Like, like he tries to put up, like, the, the nice, like, playboy front with Dick, but he can't do it all the time, so eventually he just gives up and reveals who he really is, which is a loser. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's who he is in the first movie, which is great, and Dick is, like, Dick starts warming up to him more when he's like that. Because mm-hmm. his Bruce Wayne, like, playboy is too fake and, like, annoying. Whereas, like, who Bruce really is, where he's just a guy, is way more appealing to Dick. Yeah. As, like, a, a new, like, father figure. Also, Alfred, I I don't know what he would do in this, but he would have a bigger role because he needs one. <laughs> yeah. Andy Serkis is great, and I want more of his Alfred. Like him having like, a smaller role in the first one was fine, but yeah, the like here he's like he's the one like really pushing Bruce to be like, no, you got to cut this bullshit and just be yourself around this kid. Like, yeah, 
You took you, you brought the circus here that got his family killed. You owe him honesty. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and Bruce is like, yeah, fair point. And he shows him the back cave and shit. And it's like and Alfred's like, okay, I didn't really mean that part, but that works too. <laughs> that would I could see that moment happening. Like that yeah. would be like a like, moment of comedy in the movie. And I Yeah. We're like Alfred's like, no, you gotta like open up to the kid and show him who you are. And he's like Fair point, and takes him to the basement, and Alfred's like, "Okay, that works, I guess. I kind of <laughs> meant who you are without the suit, but that works too. <laughs> Fine, Ugh. yeah. And the suit has been like upgraded since the last one, where it's it's a little less arm. Like, the armor's still there, but it's like at least mostly covered with like cloth or like spandex or whatever material to like." give the impression of like just muscle yeah but like the armor is still there and uh and there's i don't the movie will end with him getting the the yellow around the symbol i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah and the the belt is a more prominent yellow as well the the gray is a little bit brighter but it's not like that much and the black is still all there it in my hypothetical third one, he's full blue and gray. You know, would you As have he... him keep the collar? Yes, I would. Base because it just looks good. It does. It, it's a perfect. It's the perfect. Have him have that. You know, foreboding figure, but still being able to turn his head. Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so you know, Batman and Robin, they because Bruce realizes Dick is gonna go out of his way to go after Freeze or anyone else in his way just regardless of if Bruce allows it or not so he's like if you're gonna do it do it smart like me so I'm gonna show you Yeah, teaches him to become Robin Alfred's not too big on that part at first but when he sees that like they're both healing through this bonding he's like okay this is fine yeah like this is just how you guys are I can't fight that, so I'm... Could also be you, a parallel, like... With, yeah, Because like, Alfred trained Bruce. Exactly. Where it's like... Where it's like that, it seemed like it... All, it didn't drive a wedge between them, necessarily, but, like, Bruce is very, like, cold with Alfred, even though, like, deep down, he does still love him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think this is, like, showing of, like, how it how Alfred, like, hoped it would go, kinda. And, like, how it can still be. Mm-hmm. You know, I think could be cool. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, Robin, he gets an outfit. It, I don't exactly know how Robin would look in this world, except instead of a domino mask, he would have goggles. Yes, I saw that fan art. It's that so good him. with, like, him and the, uh, th- it's like him in, like, a almost golden age as Superman, where he's got, like, he's got, like, boxer shorts. <laughs> it looks so good. I love it. But uh Yeah, so like that that would be the case and uh eventually they they bump into Freeze again because he's he's still just like causing misery because he's just so upset with himself. Like the the thing I want to really parallel is like Bruce and Alfred or Bruce and Robin's like, you know, new like parental relationship like really like helping them and helping them like become better people and just like healing from their trauma 
paralleled with Freeze, whose own, like, isolation and misery is destroying him and everyone around him. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that, I think that would be, like, a really cool, like, thing. And so, like, during the, the fight, Robin is, like, is still out for blood and is ready to kill Freeze. But Bruce is able to stop, like, it's very similar with what happened at the end of the first movie when, like, Bruce injects the adrenaline. Except th there's no drug. This is just pure adrenaline of uh, Robin is fucking bloodthirsty right now. Yeah. You know? But, uh, Bruce, Bruce is able to, like, stop him and, like, tell him that, like, this isn't how we do things. Like, we're we're better than that. You know that. I know that. We don't. We don't have to stoop to that level. And Robin at first begrudgingly agrees, but then realizes, no, nah, he's totally right. Like, this yeah. wouldn't help me. You know? But, uh, Fr Freeze is, like, Freeze is defeated. Like, his his plan to freeze over the whole city is, is or whatever his plan is, I don't, I haven't decided that because, like, it's Mr. Freeze. He can only do so much. Yeah. So either freeze the whole city or just freeze the parts people care about. I don't know. But uh Freeze is put away and this was a thing I I don't know what I would do with this, but this was an idea I just kinda jo jotted down of like this could be kind of fun of like Freeze actually figures out Bruce's Batman on like Riddler. Mm. Like he knows, but he doesn't doesn't really say anything because like what would they gain me, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, my wife is basically dead at this point, you know? And Bruce does promise, like, I will I will use my connections and my resources to help you and your, your wife as best I can, as well as rebuild your neighborhood and, like, make it better from, from what it was, where it was... Because I, I neglected you guys too, for too long, and I apologize, but, like, so I'm gonna make up for that now. You know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, let's see, what else do I have? Right. So, the... The... Yeah, so th that's basically it. I... For a post-credit, I... I don't, I don't really think I could think of much outside of, like... I, I guess just the post-credit would just be, like, you know, Batman and Robin and, like, fully realized, like, new suits where, like, mm. Batman... You know what? Batman gets the blue now. That's what it would be. Nice. <laughs> because is again one of my favorite bits from New Frontier, which I've been rereading recently, is like he he gets Robin and he meets up with Superman at one point in the book, and Superman like comments on the costume change and he's like like, Oh hey, what's up with that? And like then they just cut to Robin and Batman says, I'm out to scare criminals, not children. Yeah. I think that could be a cool thing where like like Dick is terrified of Batman at first until he realizes what his deal is, and Batman decides maybe I should look a little less scary now. Mm -hmm. And so now he's like blue with the yellow around the uh, the emblem and stuff. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Like that. Uh, yeah, that the story about <laughs> like Mister Freeze's neighborhood being neglected. I think that's a really like and Bruce not recognizing that i think that's a very good way of him trying to overcome his elitist upbringing mm -hmm. like him thinking he's beating it but realizing he's still 
somewhat part of that system and trying to like and by the end like really taking further steps to like put that behind him mm. for real I, I think I think that's good yeah thank you no problem yeah. funny cause uh, like a good yeah. 5% of that's the same of what I had <laughs> I think, let's be real, I think everyone's got a very similar idea of what the Batman 2 should be. Yeah, but uh, there are some differences. There are some mm-hmm. differences. Um, so, what I would call, what my, like, like I said, my next movie is Batman 2. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, for the reasons you said, yeah, the smartest thing to do at this point, if everyone is willing mm-hmm. and excited about it, is integrating Matt Reeves' And Pattinson into the into the new universe because I think yeah. I think that's fine. Like, yeah. like we both said, just let Reeves and Pattinson do their thing, just uninterrupted, un unfucked with. Except now, every couple of years, Pattinson will show up in a Justice League movie or something. And yeah, that's like some film Twitter people will be mad or whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a like, shit. Maybe like just like one line of like Batman mentions like Superman and his new friends, but that's it. And here's the thing. Those heroes already exist. in. The- yeah. Matt Reeves, they were originally going to be there. where like kids walking down the street in Halloween. We're going to be in like Superman and Wonder Woman costumes. And in like the novelization, they talk about Metropolis and shit. Yeah. Like, so like Matt Reeves has already done the work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, he, he says he doesn't want to follow up on that work. And it's like, no, it's there. We can do this. <sighs> Just let us in, Matt. God, we won't break it. We promise <laughs> we're not, the, we're not the same as we were before. We aren't. Don't worry. We know uh, what to do. We do. But so I think I have two titles for this. Um, Mm-hmm. It's either the Batman Dark Victory mm. or the Batman Heart of Ice. Mm. So, again, very similar to yours. I will have Clayface as a secondary villain. Mm. Nice. And Penguin is still, you know, stirring up shit. Like, right. I imagine this movie is going to be a near th- epic like the first one was with a mm-hmm. bunch of different interconnected stories coming yeah, together I, yeah i i fully expect uh, they've even said the penguin show is going to lead into the batman 2 yeah like so, whatever happens in there is going to lead directly into that i see penguin using more of the renewal funds to like gain power mm-hmm. and it's going to have something to do with freezes like i think what i what i think i'm going to do is that his wife is already you know diseased at the start like before even the flood um but you know i do i do like the idea like because that was my idea too of like the flood uh kind of turns him into mr freeze because it mm-hmm. fucks everything up yeah in his, in his lab but yeah he's trying to get funding still but you know now that penguins taking power renewals not like nothing's like He's hoarding all the funds. And mm-hmm. I think the conflict with Penguin will be more on the Bruce front. Mm. Like, because Bruce is trying to take 
of renewal. Yeah, he's trying to take back his dad's legacy, and Penguin's yeah. like, "No, nah, this is mine now." Like he's trying to, like Bruce is actively trying to, like what I imagine him doing is him being like a bit of a, tr- I don't know, trailblazer is the right word, but in terms of like he is the one who is going to go out and say like, yeah, the reason things have been shit for the last twenty years is because after my parents died, all of the people in power have been like. Well, then again, in the last movie, they said that if this got out, then the city would fall apart. Right. I feel like he'd say, like, there are problems with maybe not exactly reveal everything, but it's like it hasn't worked. So I want to strike it down and Mm -hmm. start anew. And he's getting pushback from people in office in Gotham. And but like Bruce stays one step ahead of them. being like, like in private, he'll be like, "Yeah, I know about all the," and like the only reason I don't tell everyone is because like what happened during like maybe they maybe they call the what happened with the Riddler the Long Halloween, so mm. maybe they'll call it that in the universe. I'd be cool with that. So like Bruce is like, "What happened in the Long Halloween will seem like a fucking cakewalk compared to what happens if everyone in the city finds out that you all have." left them to die like so you either like like i'm not letting what happened to my father happen to me or anyone else like mm-hmm. like i'm not going to give in to any demands i'm not going to like if you blackmail me whatever like like he plays up the playboy persona and shit but like like i i think having those scenes of Bruce trying to like fight like for the people would be a very significant thing of like him trying to change the perception of himself, but it's hard because he's still playing a character. Like mm. he can't be himself cause it would be too obvious. Right. So, but, um, very similarly, my idea was, yeah, freeze kills, um, the flying Grayson's, and Bruce adopts Dick, and a lot of the stuff he said is, is like kind of the ideas. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like I but, said, uh, we everyone kind of has a similar idea of what yeah. Batman Two should be. But yeah, um, but yeah, Clayface is like Freeze's henchman. Like, oh okay. Like he, like he's another person who's been kind of left behind by, in a way, mm. like because you know he's struggling actor and shit. And right. he's he's like maybe the flood also turned him into this monster thing. So yeah, yeah. Like I, I like the idea of like the flood is like the remember Flash season one the particle accelerator. It's the flood is that yeah <laughs> of like that's like, the event that everything changed. Like not even just like in terms of giving people, power. it is the thing where everything changes because that's when Falcone died yeah. and. Yeah. That was zero year. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like the point where everything's going to go tits up and supervillains are going to come out. So like, I imagine like something along, like whether it's the end of the second act or the final battle, they use freeze against Clayface Cause freeze can just freeze him. <laughs> and right. like, he's made, he's made a goop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, like, like you said, Robin 
tries to kill Clay, not Clay, <laughs> tries to kill Free. Um, and uh, what's in the ground <laughs> is just a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, like Bruce convinces him, like, no, we do not kill. Like, do kind of like what they did in Gotham season, th- where, like, after uh, the fight between Bruce and Jerome, and like have him have Dick make the promise of I will and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, definitely, you know, Gordon's still a major player. Mm-hmm. Give him more of a role. Yeah, I, I neglected to mention him in my thing, but he is still, like, important. Yeah. And like you said, give Alfred a bigger role. Um, yeah. What I would do, actually, Gordon finds out in uh, in this movie. Ooh. Like, I like there that. Come, there comes a point where it's just, it can't be hidden any longer. Like, because I, what I imagine is that Gordon kind of becomes Bruce's, not enforcer, but kind of like his, his own connection. Like, like basically someone to back him up, like with the, right. through, with like the city council and the, and, and GCPD, like, like, uh, Gord, but Gordon isn't the biggest fan of Bruce because he has those conceptions about him. Because I want to follow right. up on the funeral scene in the last movie where when Bruce looked at the cops, Gordon looked like he was like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Yeah. Like Gordon did not look happy to see him. So maybe he blames the Waynes for something that went wrong with his family with renewal and shit. But Bruce is trying to be like, look, I'm trying to do the. I've neglected it for too long. I'm not my father. Like, I I can be better. And like also Bruce trying to like, you know, clean up the Wayne image after Riddler kind of put the idea and everyone said that Thomas Wayne had a man killed. Like Right. Cause uh that's that didn't they didn't really resolve that part of the movie, which is a good opportunity to explore it here, because like Bruce is trying to like not do damage control for the sake of saving face, but to like try to like this is as good a time as ever to try to actually do something as me mm-hmm. um and i'm trying to be that symbol of hope and and uh you no know, penguins up to his old shit still being a bitch from jersey winning um uh yeah i don't i don't really know what i i do like the idea like i i do get a bit more brightness in this suit like Mm -hmm. movie i did have some idea of like his new suit has uh the yellow outline on the bat um yeah maybe his uh black is just midnight blue yeah um i still like the the bat design let him have batarangs this time (laughs) yeah i'll just that was gonna say like give him more gadgets yeah like should like you know batmobile still should be a car yeah batmobile don't change a thing he makes room for a passenger seat this time there you go it's a little sidecar yeah <laughs> also held on by duct tape and dreams yeah. <laughs> literally oh. the, like the, like just there's like a like a pole connecting them and it's just wrapped in duct tape yeah <laughs> And like one screw. Oh, it's totally, it's totally it's safe. 
this old. I, I, I took an engineering class. <laughs> Alfred taught me. <laughs> he didn't pass. Don't tell him that. I got a D. That's passive. <laughs> it's not an F for fail. It's D for dick. Grayson. That, that's you. You're gonna do great out there. Now, now put on these goggles. It'll help with the wind. Oh, why those can look I cool. Why can't I? Why can't I see anything? Oh, those are my blinders. I want to get used to you out there. Yeah, don't worry. You'll get used to it. You'll be like that guy, Daredevil. He can see without seeing. That, 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 I... That's a comic book, and not even ours. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Oh man! I I bought Marvel. <laughs> I'm rich. I can do that. How does that help Gotham? Uh, uh, now, now everyone, uh, <laughs> now everyone has Spider Man. <laughs> they can finally make more movies. Oh boy! I got rid of Abby Arad. We're safe now. <laughs> what do you mean, got rid of? He was the exception to the rule. <laughs> All I'm saying, Riddler and Joker had more room in that cell. <laughs> Did you know they're together now? Good for them. My fucking god. These bitches gay. Good for them. Good for them. Okay. Man, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Alfred's just shaking his fucking head in the corner. Alfred's putting a loaded gun into his mouth. <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> He's done. The years have not been kind. Alfred, you're taking a nap. Uh, yep, it'll, it'll be a long one, sir. <laughs> oh, okay, I understand. You work too hard. <laughs> damn right. Damn right I do, sir. You see her clicking, and then it cuts. <laughs> End of movie. Okay. <laughs> okay, but but yeah. Um, <laughs> None of this is in our pitch. <laughs> yeah. God, but uh, uh, but yeah, like I said, Gordon finds out. I might introduce Vicky Vale. Um, yeah. Not as a love interest. No. Like, I I wouldn't have Catwoman in this movie. Either. Same. Like, just just have it still be focused on Bruce and pulling up his family like and uh freeze gets put in uh in arc by the end so does mm -hmm. Clayface. Mm -hmm. um and uh storm's brewing um post credit scene <laughs> yeah post credit scene joker just comes on screen and spreads his ass cheeks <laughs> and walks <laughs> off I will. I won't lie. Part of me was expecting you to say Virgil from Devil May Cry shows up. <laughs> the storm is approaching. Uh, Dan Southworth is now Joker. I'd watch that. But uh, um, mid credit scene, if Matt Reeves allows it, um, Freeze and uh Clayface. Our next are like at a, at like the cafeteria or something, mm -hmm. and they're talking. Um, 
actually wait i forgot about this idea um yes one of an idea i might have and i don't know if i do it like if if freeze is a one-off i'd do it here mm-hmm. um do the thing from season of fear from where uh his wife gets out and uh she's like i don't want you you need to stop you need to let go mm-hmm. i want to spend my last my last days alive with you like mm. i don't want you to do this to yourself anymore and shit like right. that yeah so maybe he still is a super villain after because that's all i can really do right but it's like, i'm not exactly going to cure cancer with freeze guns <laughs> Batman. <laughs> oh, this is but, only uh... good for robbing banks <laughs> Just ask the snart. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? Want to compare notes? My, my gun shoots liquid nitrogen. And death. <laughs> Same here, Act- buddy. Actual death. I captured uh, the entity, death itself. I, I caught Dinos' girlfriend. <laughs> She's in a little snow globe on there, you see? You see the little girl dancing? That's not a, that's not plastic. That's death. <laughs> she can't get out. Uh, it's a good thing she can't, because if she could, oh boy, I'd be dead. This I just sounds like Su- this just sounds like Seuss is Mister Freeze. <laughs> Don't tell me you wouldn't want to see that. Oh no, I would. Alex Hirsch's f- Mister Freeze will go. Do it, Matt. You know you want to. God. But but yeah, mid credit scene, Clayface are in the are in the cafeteria. <laughs> Alex Hirsch as Clayface, and he when he's the big blob monster, he just does the Seuss voice. <laughs> I don't. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a big sickle arm now, dude. Look out! <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! But, uh, but yeah, mid credit scene, Freeze and Clayface are in the cafeteria just reflecting. And then they get approached by, uh, there's a power outage. And mm. the two start, like, uh, getting out. And then, uh, they get pulled into a van. And then they wake up in this, uh, in this, like, warehouse. Uh-huh. And, uh, Riddler walks in. And he's wearing a suit. Yes. He, like, I I love that fan art where it's like he has a green turtleneck and a dark green suit with his with like the movie's version of his logo mm-hmm. uh, on it. And maybe he'll have a bowler cap, maybe not. But yeah. he walks in, he's like, "Good evening, gentlemen." Um, these nuts. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but uh, but uh, he tells him some riddle, and then. Joker comes in. He looks up. He he looks not as messed up in in the in the first movie, right? Where like his face is caved in. He his hair isn't patchy anymore. It's still that shade of green because I like mm. that shade of green. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a good shade. But he still has a permanent smile. Yes, and he like answers uh, his riddle, and he's like, and they're like, "How would you two gentlemen like a job opportunity?" And 
then that's the end of the credits. And then the uh, the post credits is uh, Bruce um, in his office, and um, someone tells him he has like a four o'clock or something. He's like, I don't have time right now. And then Clark Kent comes in, and he's like, Ah, don't tell me you're leaving the interview already. And then, and then, so spoiler: my next movie is just it's going to start from that scene. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, that that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that was very cool. I I like the idea of Clayface as like the secondary antagonist here of like like really hammering home like the the consequences of like Riddler's actions that night that really just changed Gotham forever. Yeah. Or to the point where we now have two dudes walking around with superpowers and are crazy and trying to like destroy the city now. And you know? in that in that mid credit scene you might have like both of them like nearly get up to fucking strangle Riddler because mm. like mm. technically he did do that to them. He, he he caused their misery. But he's like, no, no, wait. We can like we can salvage this. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I got an idea. You didn't want to hear it. <laughs> it was Batman's fault. Yeah. <laughs> I, so- I, I he put the bombs there. <laughs> Wasn't me. Watch this video of him putting the bombs there, and it's just Riddler in his old Riddler outfit with like bat ears on top of it, like rolling the barrels of like explosives, like fucking Walter White and Jesse. And Joker's just like laughing behind the camera because he can't uh, believe this is gonna work. God, Matt, I know you're listening. <laughs> Come on, who, buddy. Who would you cast as uh, as Freeze and Clayface? Ooh, Freeze. Uh, the one I've seen around a lot that I would actually really go for is, or not Freeze, Clayface. The one I've seen go around a lot that I'd go for is Jonah Hill. Oh yeah, I think I think he'd be really good, especially after like you know he didn't get to be in the first one. Exactly. You know, I think I think it'd be cool like get him back as Clayface because. I know everyone want him as Penguin. It's like, guys, stop. He doesn't want that one. The the husky guy doesn't have to play the husky character. Yeah, no. It's Colin Farrell. They they melted that man yeah. and, and turned him into Penguin, and he looks fantastic. <laughs> he but, does. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I could, I could see Jonah Hill doing a really good Clayface. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think he'd be cool as that. Breeze. Freeze is tough because I'm like I I don't want to keep typecasting this man as the cold calculating supervillain but like Giancarlo Esposito would be really cool yeah and I can't I would mm. how about this yeah Aaron Paul is Mr. Freeze I'm listening a pretty different take like, it would be, but one that I would actually be pretty cool with. And Nora, that's right, Kristen Ritter. Yes, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a disease. She just had a, a fucking heroin overdose. God. Brian Cranston was his lab assistant. He could have stopped it. <laughs> he could have saved her life. He closes his eyes and just cries. 
That shit's the most depressing scene I've ever seen. It's so fucked up. Because, like, Walter feels something, and he doesn't want to do this, but he does it because he's a fucked up person. It's the only way he's gonna get what he wants. Yeah. Like... All right. So, there's the end of our Batman pitches, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, now for, for my next movie is Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So, Wonder Woman, I, I tried to come up with a subtitle. I, I had nothing. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't read Wonder Woman, so I don't know any any good <laughs> names. The only oh, yeah. one I know is Amazon's Attack, and we're not doing that. Wonder Woman. Wonder Wonder God. Or she no. tried to put, um, put Steve Trevor in S&M gear. Well, okay, we can keep that part. Uh, well, in the comic, uh, it was it was Steve was like, "This is racist," because Steve was black. Oh no, Grant Morrison, I love you. What the fuck were you cooking with Wonder Woman, Earth One? At least I think it was Earth One. I'm pretty certain. Either way, Earth One Wonder Woman is bizarre as fuck. <laughs> but um, right. So, so first off. Diana is made of fucking clay. We're not doing the Zeus kid origin anymore. We're done with that. Mm-hmm. Mark Wade is showing DC the truth right now. I hope. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're doing that. She's also not hundreds of years old. She's only like however old the actress is. Like, you know, 20s, 30s, who cares? Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, so... The main villain I went with was uh was Cersei, who is like this old like sorcerer lady mm-hmm. who hates the Amazons. And as I was writing this, I I basically ended up making this into kind of a kind of a Black Panther ish, where like Cersei's kind of killmonger of like she hates the Amazons because of their isolationism and hiding away in Paradise Island instead of, like, helping out the rest of man's world and, like, making a real difference when they totally could and should. Yeah. Uh, And Diana fully agrees with her. And it's like, yeah, nah, fuck all you guys. I'm gonna go with Cersei, and we're gonna, like, you know, change the world and make it better, because, like, you you won't let me see man's world, but I know there's problems, and I want to fix it. You know? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's a very... I want this to be a much more proactive Wonder Woman that, like, wants to do things as opposed to the previous two where she just kept not. Like, she tried in the first one, and then Chris Pine blew up, and she was sad for 40 years. (laughs) And then she tried again, and then Pedro Pascal almost blew up the world, and she ended... And she, uh... You know, did did a bad thing with that one guy that Chris Pine took over. Oh no! So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, Steve Trevor is just straight up not in this movie. We'll say because yeah. I'm I'm tired of him. <laughs> um, I love Chris Pine. He's dead. Steve Trevor is nothing. <laughs> He's not here. Oh uh, boy. Maybe in a future one he can show up, but I don't care about that one. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I realized I kind of made sort of a running theme of like, at first, at least in some of these movies of like, 
the hero trusts the villain until like the halfway point and realizing, oh, they're not on the up and up like I thought they were. Mm-hmm. Although in Cersei's case, the the turn happens like a lot quicker because like C- Cersei's fucking crazy. She's, yeah, she wants to she wants to take over the world and like instead of like fixing man's world, she literally wants to like kill all men, <laughs> you know, like fuck them and like and just rule the world. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, make the Amazons basically her her mindless slaves. And Diana Rose, oh no, <laughs> and uh, nah, and yeah, nah, I'm not doing that. So, uh, basically, I, I didn't write a whole lot for this because I don't read Wonder Woman, so I don't know enough. But like, basically, that was Cersei is defeated, and like locked away i i think maybe setting up cheetah for the future as like wonder woman's roommate (laughs) you know they were roommates (laughs) and they were roommates but you know i think i think that could be cool like actually setting that up and not wonder woman 84 where they share a single scene together and then cheetah spends the rest of the movie hating her yeah uh but um right, so Cersei's beaten, she's like locked locked away in like a, a ancient tomb or something, you know, who cares? Magic. Uh maybe locked away up on par on Paradise Island, you know, Themyscira, where like the Amazons keep guard of her. Ki- kinda like that mother box, except you less they don't all stand there with bows and arrows twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> Just staring at a box. <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah so that happens uh and uh hippolyta realizes diana is right that they the amazons need to be an active part of like the government and the world and like you know do their part so like diana becomes the new like ambassador at the un for themiscara where like she she's there and my idea is wonder woman actually is the one who has the idea for the justice because she's like i know there are other people out in the world like me with gifts like me who want to like make a real difference and like help the world and i think if we like come together and like help each other out we can make like a real change and like save this world and stuff you know i like that idea i really do like yeah because i i feel like out of any superhero like of individual members who would like be the one that really wants the Justice League, it would be her. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, so that and I would think maybe have like her big speech at the end. You don't have to have all the the guys show up, like the characters, but like have like the newscast of her speech of saying like she wants to like you know, she knows there's other people out there like her, all that stuff of like cutting to like the different cities like Metropolis and Gotham and Central City and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like have like Flash and, and Wally like run by like the like just like a red blur passes by the like the TV in Central City or something, so you know like okay, that's Flash, got it. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So like they're all hearing it and listening, even if we don't necessarily see them because that'll get expensive and like this is a movie and who cares uh, you, could, you could do a cool thing or it's like we just shadow and like over going over the uh like 
know, they see a TV in a storefront window. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you see Batman's shadow looming for it. Mm-hmm. And then Metropolis, you see Superman's shadow. Yeah. And it's getting broadcast to fucking the lantern. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, like <laughs> Hal is probably, like, the only one who doesn't pick up on it. Or if he does, he, this is, like, his one day at home where he's just with Carol, just, like, chilling. Yeah. Or, or yeah, maybe his ring picks up the signal. Who knows? <laughs> maybe <laughs> the ring does what it wants. Who cares? Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that is my uh, that's my Wonder Woman thing. Uh, that that last bit at the end of Wonder Woman really wants to start the league is like the part that I really want to hold on to and like mm-hmm. make a real thing. You know, the rest is like whatever. Who cares? Yeah, because I don't. Again, I don't really read Wonder Woman. I know enough about her stories to make like a proper like plot like this so yeah yeah and i f- i feel bad about that but i guess just how it is <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, no, I, yeah. I, I like i like your thank- concept a lot it's good thank you all right and uh, you said your next one is justice league right yeah okay i have one more to do and it's very quick before we get there and this is like this is barely a thing anyway so i just want to put that out because i think we should both do our justice leagues Mm -hmm. so so this is my my one before that and it is green arrow and black canary yes where you know and it's a romantic comedy yes (laughs) like it the plot is just ollie and dinah are trying to have a date but fucking brick who's kind of like he's kind of like tombstone of like mm-hmm. crime lord with like super strong and like tough skin and shit just keeps getting in the way and messing things up and they keep having to go out of the way to stop him like that's pretty much it <laughs> they're nice. just trying to have a date but this one fucking guy keeps ruining it <laughs> and Ugh. just getting keeps getting interrupted with all these superhero shenanigans and stuff before like by the end they finally just have like a proper date date nice I like that and, yeah I just, I think that would be fun. I think we should diversify the genres a little bit. We're like, these two should be like a romantic comedy type. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. Like, Flash is the, Flash is the more family friendly. Yeah. Like, Batman's a more darker and grittier movie. Yeah. Like Superman still- and Wonder Woman are kind of for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like that. Green, Thank you. Green Arrow and Black Canary. Like that could work as like a movie or a series. Like, yeah. Because uh, we do have to remember they want shows and games also to be part of the universe. Yeah, which I'm not making pitches for those. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Maybe in the future we could do one, but I don't. Yeah, I think I'm good with just the movies. Mm. But uh, yeah. So. Justice League. I yes. don't know if I would have a subtitle for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So my roster for Justice League is Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Flash, mm-hmm. Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And then filling out the two other roles would be Hawk Girl, mm-hmm. and Martian Manhunter. Nice. So, what I imagine is that 
my main villain, and I don't know how you'll feel about this. Mm-hmm. The main villain is Brainiac. I have him come in here. Okay. Because that makes sense. Because I think he can work well. At, like I think I think he can work well for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way, like you have more room to do other Superman villains in the future. Yeah, um, that, and he that can makes always, sense. And he can always come back. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, you know, it would pick up where the Batman two post credit scene left off. Um, Clark and Bruce are getting to know each other, kind of. Clark's interviewing him. Mm-hmm. Came a long way. He didn't hop across the. Um. Bruce is like, do you need? I imagine someone Bruce being like, oh, it must be an expensive plane ticket. Do you need me? Do you need help? He's like, no, I, I got a ride. Yep. Because yeah. I, I don't know. I think that'd be fun. I yeah. here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I want them to actually get along. Right. That's something we've never seen before in these movies. <laughs> like, I want them to like like they're. I want them to still have their differences. Like they have different ideologies. They have different aspects of approaching how to be a hero. But mm-hmm. the end goal is the same. They both want to be symbols of hope exactly. to people. And that kind of, like, we established that early on where it's like, they could not be any more different, but they're also very similar. And they kind mm-hmm. of click well together as, like, just acquaintances or friends. Um, so... I imagine some like kind of every other hero is kind of in this area, like like not not like not in Gotham, but like in somewhere near Gotham. Like you know, mm-hmm. Diana's in Boston, so that's like a couple states away. Right. Like, Flash is in Central City, maybe that's nearby. Northeast, Northeast. Right. Hal's probably come back uh, home. Just to chill for a bit. Yeah, go on like a vacation. Yeah. What I imagine is that um, Martian Manhunter and Hawk Girl are both kind of like they're not they're not they're not partners, but they they know about. And right, both of their teams got fucked up by uh, something coming, calling itself Brainiac. Mm. So they, so um, I imagine that like you know. They both fall to Earth and not wreak havoc, but like they both don't know where they are because they're not they're not from Earth. So mm-hmm. uh, all these so, you know, all the surrounding heroes make their way to wherever they landed. Maybe not in Gotham, maybe somewhere. Maybe se- we'll say Central City. They went they landed in Central City and mm. uh, all since all the heroes are nearby, they kind of just show up and they're like, wait a sec. I sh- who are you? Who are you? I I know about you, kind of like, yeah. oh oh wow, you're that you're that guy. You're you're Batman. You're Flash. You're like, we get a kind of meeting of the mind scene, and we have a bit of a you know I'd say they kind of like duke it out a bit with um, Hawkgirl and Martian Manhunter, or you mm-hmm. know maybe at the start maybe they're mind controlled by Brainiac. Ooh yeah, so they're both like his agents of chaos to like. Uh, take over earth and then they fail because all these other heroes show up and they all kind of get to know each other and like and then 
by the end, we think like, you know, you know, Brainiac makes himself known in the second act because, mm-hmm. you know, both of his chosen pupils failed. Um, so he comes right. to Earth and he's like, hey, Clark, I was from your world where it blew up. So I so it, I want it to be a story that's personal. Um, I want it to be, you know, Batman, like learning to work with a team and not on his own. I'd have Robin make an appearance, but I don't know if he'd be part of the action. Right. I'd say maybe Robin by this time is a is a bit old. So Batman's like, okay, can you look after Gotham? Okay, yeah. thanks. Keep an eye on the city for me. Like, yeah. Okay. As he's like fighting Killer Moth or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um. So the two of the, the two of them duke it out and uh. No, no, no. What, what am I saying? Sorry. I don't know why those words came out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, you know, the Justice League, they all bond. They all work together. And, you know, they they free Hawk Girl and, uh, and Martian Manhunter. And mm. they all uh, team up in the third act to take on Brainiac. And that's basically it. And then they establish the Justice League by... And yeah. We're like, yeah, we're epic. And yes. an idea I have is that, you know, Brainiac has a ship that he brought to Earth. They turn it into the Watchtower. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Like, because he's gone. Like, right. I mean, he'll probably show up again in the future, I, I would think. But yeah, it's Brainiac. You can never actually get rid of him. Yeah, he just we'll uploads to another body somewhere in the universe. Yeah. But he never truly goes away. But yeah, he he they turn the ship he came in on into the watchtower. That's I really like that idea, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's really cool. I like I like that like Martian Manhunter and Hawk Girl, they got like they got fucked over by Brainiac and they they're under his control until like the league are able to help them and yeah. like it could they all be come together. It- as derivative from Avengers 1, but my idea is that they get freed, like, very early on. Like, it's not like Hawkeye, right. where he it, gets, like... Where he's just gone for two-thirds of the movie. Yeah. Not even two-thirds, but, like, three-quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's like... Like, Act 1 is they, they're free, and tell them, fuck, Brainiac is here, let's... We gotta go. Yeah. Also, I have a fun... I, I have a fun idea for... Volley being like, hey... And Iris, I, I'm bringing a few friends over. Aww. Like, when, when, like, the team needs a place to, like, uh, chill at for right, a bit. Right, to, like, lay low for a sec. And so he opens the door, and then, like, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, <laughs> all of them come yeah. through. And Iris Aww. is just like, oh my god. This is like, oh, Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> I'll get the Hot Pockets ready. <sighs> a cute moment like that, that would be fun. That would be cool, I like that. If 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 it's mandated, no, there will be no romantic interest between any any of the heroes. Like, yeah, I Wonder Woman and Batman was cute in the JL cartoon. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna do that here. That's fair. But yeah, it, it it's probably the only romantic pairing of Wonder Woman's I've ever liked. But I don't, I don't need it to be like a thing. Yeah. 
And also, Batman should not know what sex is, so we don't have to worry <laughs> about that. On the flip side, you could do it and get fun comedy. You like, could. With with I, Bruce being his autistic self and not knowing how to... Like... Right. Like, it, it could work. I, I think the only thing really stopping it, to me, would be fucking Snyder Bros pissing themselves over, they stole it from him! He was gonna do that! It's like, guys... He wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they had some chemistry, but like Batman was gonna fuck Lois. Yeah. <laughs> he was gonna cook Superman. Oh mm, boy. The, yeah. Hey. Yeah, no, that that's cool. I I like that. This it's a very it's a very fun movie, which I think Justice League should just be fun for the yeah. first outing. I feel like it doesn't need to be a fucking like this is the fate entire universe. Yeah, it's right. Like, nah. It's like nah, these guys just came together and are having fun and saving the world. Yeah. You know? But uh right, so So my Justice League is Justice League Invasion. But mm. we're we're not doing the Dominators because look at them. Uh <laughs> If you've never seen what the Dominators look like, listeners, uh, let me describe them very, very briefly. They are, they are yellow-skinned aliens with big teeth, squinted eyes, they wear robes a lot, they have long fingers, and they have the red sun of Japan on their fucking foreheads. We're not using those. What are you talking about? It's fine. <laughs> These were made in, like, the 70s. At least the CW didn't give them yellow... No, they, like... they Instead of, like, the red circle, it's like their brains are, like, shown and shit. It's like, okay, that's fine. They look like intelligent xenomorphs. Yeah. Which, that's fine, but we're not using Dominators. We're just not. I'm just stealing the title because I needed something. Yeah. So, uh, the, the main villain, I, I'm also stealing a bit from, uh, I'm stealing from both the Justice League cartoon and Marvel with Secret Invasion with this. Mm, okay. Because the invasion is the White Martians. Ah. So, they have, they have infiltrated Earth and are, like, they're in, they're in key positions in the government and laboratories and stuff. Because their their plan is to convert Earth into a world just like Mars. So just like a barren wasteland. So the white people are the villains. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Martian Manhunter tries to warn Earth because he's like one of the, la- one of the few surviving like green Martians. Then mm. we find out like, not in this, but like, in a, a, an idea I had is way later down the line. There are like a bunch more green Martians that survive. They're just in hiding or like scattered throughout the universe. Yeah. Cause like, cause like I am, I am so tired. Every single alien in the DC universe being the last of their kind keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right. So Martian Manhunter tries to like warn earth, but he gets captured by the white Martians like immediately under the assumption 
under the like guise of look a fucking alien just invaded we caught him let's go boys we did it yeah <laughs> when really they're like Hoorah. yeah <laughs> literally when really they like they know he's the only one that knows their true intentions and what they're gonna do mm-hmm. so they're, they're they captured him and they're gonna execute him but like you know wonder woman she has you know she's part of the un she's got the most connections to the government out of anyone of like the heroes established so far so she like demands to like see him and talk to him and like you know at first they're like very against this because you know if they start talking they'll figure out what we're doing but Mm -hmm. if wonder woman like literally forces her way through to like get to jean who is like about to be executed with fire because you know fire hurts him Mm -hmm. as it does everything uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, i've always liked the idea that the reason martians aren't are like weak to fire it's not because it hurts them especially more than others it's just scary yeah. <laughs> they're just scared <laughs> and that like fucks with them more because they're shapeshifters that'd be fun yeah like i know it's been a thing before that like they just have like a genetic predisposition to have ptsd of fire <laughs> So that, like, they see it, they just freak out. But, uh, yeah, so they're they're about to kill him, and Wonder Woman stops them, and, you know, Jean explains, like, the whole thing to her of, like, what's happening, and, like, realizes, like, you know, none of her government, like, contacts and shit are, like, safe. They, they, every... Every friend that she's made since getting to man's world could be could be an you know could be an imposter, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I hate I among us has destroyed the English language. Justice League <laughs> imposters. Shut up. I I legitimately considered that for a title for half a second before realizing <laughs> what a mistake that would be. <laughs> uh, but um. Right, so Wonder Woman realizes like now is like the perfect time to like make all those friends that she was talking about. So mm-hmm. her and Jean go around collecting the members of the league. And my roster for this is, you know, everyone's been pretty much everyone that's established so far. So Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Superman, Batman, Flash, Green Lantern, uh, Green Arrow, and Black Canary. Nice. So I I bump it up to eight instead of the usual seven. Uh, so basically, it is like a thing of like the the league are basically on the run because the Martians are enacting their plans now, and the superheroes are going to be a problem. Namely, like Superman, who can like kick all their asses if he if he found out enough. But um, so they all come together and like work together to like you know stop this this threat and their main thing is like they're they're gonna shoot like this this machine at the sun which will cause a solar flare that will just burn the earth and my thing with white martians is they're not unlike the regular ones they're not weak to fire at all they're actually totally okay with it Mm -hmm. which is like what separates them and why like at first, you know, they assume, okay, well, Jean's weak to fire, so obviously they are too, and, it, and then it, it don't work. <laughs> they actually thrive in that shit. It's like, oh. Oopsie. Yeah. 
So that that's like the idea. But uh, you know, I was by the end, you know, the league, the league win, and the uh, the White Martians are captured. Like Hal takes them to the the Green Lantern Corps, where they're they'll stand trial and be like imprisoned for forever and shit. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, in the meantime, like they, I. I may or may not have a. We may or may not have a very similar idea of like the villain's machine becomes the watchtower, uh, because that's what the league does with the White Martians' like weapon, where they like strip it down and turn it into a station that they could hang mm-hmm. out in and like operate from. And I, I'm also taking from Justice League Unlimited of like the idea of at the end they talk about like expanding the league and looking for like more heroes like them. And like what we could do with that, and setting up for like the next movie where like, hey, where did all these new characters come from to join the league? It's like, shut up, we just found them. Yeah, <laughs> we collect them off screen. Who cares? We stole them from their homes. We did. We put them in a box. <laughs> They're not allowed to leave until they join. Don't worry, we put holes in the box so they can breathe. Did you do that? I didn't do that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Seuss is just on the... <laughs> I put Aquaman in a fish tank. <laughs> I forgot to fill it, though. Uh-oh. It's interesting that both of us didn't have planes for Aquaman. Yeah. Mainly because I don't know what to do with him after Aquaman 2 comes out. Yeah. Because that those are those are both of his only stories. Yeah, it'll feel it feels too soon. Yeah, I feel like maybe for Justice League Two, he can show up, and like mm-hmm. maybe the thing is dealing with his guys. Look like Ocean Master can be a big problem, I guess, or Black yeah. Manta. Oh, it, it it's hard to like think of like what do we do with these guys now? Because like they. That it's kind of the same problem with Black Panther. Like that, that's the Black Panther stories. Those are the Black Panther villains. They're already done. What do we do? Yeah. But that, I'll leave that for Marvel to figure out, and I'll leave my my thing for James Gunn to figure out. Because <laughs> that's his job. Yeah. But yeah, that that that's the uh, the end of my pitches. Alright, we did it. We did. With 30 minutes until 4 hours. In fairness, we did spend like 1 hour just talking about random shit. Yeah, that's true. We gotta, we'll we'll get better. Yeah. We gotta like, one of us has to like set like a timer for like 30 minutes of like preamble before getting to like the main topic, I think, from now on. Yeah. That's I a good idea. I, I, yeah, I think we should do that. And like when it goes off, we just quickly wrap up whatever we're talking about and then get straight to the point. Yeah. But uh We didn't do that this time, so I hope you enjoy three and a half hours of rambling. <laughs> yeah. Hope <laughs> you all you like should. this one. Uh this is yeah. a very good idea from I like doing this. This is fun. Thank you. Yeah. I I figured, you know, before this this would be like a cool thing because like I've seen I've seen other like comic YouTubers like weigh in every once in a while of like what could be done, but they didn't really go in depth of what 
was wanted and i figured we could we could try to do that ourselves of like yeah here's the general idea of what we think the the new dc universe should could look like you know mm. and it's like we, we both agree it should just be the batman yeah i, I don't want ben affleck back no <laughs> no and ben affleck doesn't want ben affleck back <laughs> he doesn't oh god oh boy anyway um i think that's a good place to put a pin in it and uh, wrap things up um thank y'all for joining us for this episode um of boulder punch we hope y'all enjoyed it um if you want to follow us on twitter it's at boulder pod um where you'll get updates on all of our episodes um don't know what we'll do next week, but hopefully, hopefully we'll have uh, something good. We'll figure it out when we get there. We get when we get there. All right, y'all have a good one. Bye, Take care, everybody. Bye, bye.